Welcome to the Lost Lowdown Podcast 198 with your hosts, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? We are back, comma, continuing our season six commentary series with episode 614, The Candidate. The Candidate. Who is the candidate? That is the question I was thinking about before the podcast. I concur, Justin. That is a relevant question to inquire post hints. I, I, I went full robot. I didn't mean to do that. I, I apologize. <laughs> and did you see that I, 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 my instinct was to go full robot, but then I reeled it back in? Yeah, yeah. I, I was trying, I was doing that at first, but then it, it, yeah, I lost it. And then it was too late to recover. So I just had to lean in, you know? Mm -hmm. Sometimes mm -hmm. you do that, right? You go too far. And so you just have to go that much farther. Fake it till you make it. Yeah. Fake it till you make it. And then fake mm -hmm. harder. And then keep faking. <laughs> And then never stop faking and then forget if you're faking or not. <laughs> and just concentrate on the making it. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a weird intro. Um, I don't know why that I don't know why that happened. But listen, this is our 198th podcast. And if we can't get a little silly finally after all these years, then we've why been so we doing serious this? for this the is last the most serious like, podcast ever. Yeah, I mean, we've been doing this for almost 15 years at this point. And mm -hmm. I, you know, we've been like really serious most of the time, you know, dry as a bone. Bone just, drive. Bone dry. Like an overcooked chicken. <laughs> I mean, that's what people used to say were the overcooked chicken of Lost Podcast. They did say that. And I yeah. thought that was a weird thing to it say. It was super weird because you're vegan. So it was like, yeah, oh. it makes me uncomfortable. But I eat chicken, so I got it. I'm a little uncomfortable with. What you're uncomfortable with? <laughs> Being compared to a live chicken. Oh, you're not chicken, boo? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Don't tell them my secret. <laughs> God. All this time. This now. Yeah, Shit. no. Because you had us all fooled, but then one day it was obvious that you were a chicken. Oh, my God. Oh, my yeah. God. This is so embarrassing. We almost made it. We're so oh, close. So close. You were like, can we fool the world into thinking I I'm not find a out. live chicken? <laughs> As soon as I turn the mic off, Mike, all I say is cluck, cluck. You're always clucking around. All I say. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I thought about the math, and um, we're about to be podcasting for 20 years soon, which sounds insane um, and unfathomable. Um, but, yeah, in a few short years, it will technically make it 20 years. Um, which is like a career. Yeah, it is. It um, is. And I say like because most careers you get money from. Um, Have we not made money yet? Even with all these sponsorships? <laughs> so many sponsorships. What's going on? What's going on? We're yeah. selling the shit out of like Squarespace and like all Squarespace. Wix and, and uh, anything like you can make a website. Can you make a website with it? It's our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> audible like audible like, like, yeah. like nowadays it's like it's like it's like online counseling because uh -huh. everyone's like 
needs counseling. Hey, if you need therapy, guess what? It's our sponsor. <laughs> yeah, we 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 are sending you there. Put in the code LOSTLOWDOWN to get 20 Please use our referral code and enjoy your brand new psyche. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your peace of mind will be on us. Mm-hmm. 20% of it. Well, full price after the first month. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, That's 20% fair. off first purchase, but full right. price thereafter. Okay. 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 <laughs> uh... Do we want to talk about Lost or? <laughs> yeah, um, sure. Yeah, are were we not? I that felt like I, we're always talking about Lost because yeah, Lost exactly. is not life. So anything that's happening is about Lost because anything that's happening is life. You you fucking nailed it. I actually think that all of life is merely a commentary on Lost. That's also true. So I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that. Not only have we been talking about loss this entire time and the entire podcast, but also so have you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And by I, you, I mean the listener. The the royal you. Yeah, the royal you, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just um, know, I'm addressing the audience. I don't do that very often. This time I did. <laughs> Wait, we have an audience? Well, <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, those numbers got to mean something, right? Those numbers got to mean something. It was like Vince, you know, like sometimes people say things. I don't know. I think people listen. So many, so many people listen. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So let's see where to start. Where to start? Uh, I mean, I have a ton of things. I, probably not that much, but I have a few things I want to say. Nah. Okay. So what well, do you got? <laughs> <laughs> what else? What else do I have besides the things I wanted to say? Yeah. Um, that's interesting. Um, well, you know what I used to do is look up Google News. Do they still have that? Let's see. What's happening today? What's Madonna doing? Some stories. Let's see. Mm, boring. Mm, boring. <laughs> okay, sorry. These, these stories are horrible. Okay. Um, I used to read like fun news. Let's see. Uh, who did you say? Madonna? What's Madonna doing? Uh, what's my, okay, let's look. Let's She's see always topical. Let's see what Madonna's doing. Staying relevant for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Um, Madonna name meaning. What does Madonna mean? Is it the Ooh. singer's real name? <gasps> Let's find out. That's what all of our listeners are here for. Let's see. Mm, mm. But what is her I've real name? Fun, I've got some fun non-Madonna news. Oh, okay. Uh, an uh, Idaho man uh, eats 107 blueberries in one minute for Guinness record. Who counted the blueberries? And uh, how? Well, the way counting works is such. Step one. <laughs> Do tell. Count. Okay. Step one's also step a lot two. Of Yeah. And also, how are you counting the steps? Oh, you don't count the steps. That's where you go wrong. Oh, oh my no. friend. Oh, if you count the steps, you're really, you're just, it's not. And, you know, ha, 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 So the candidate. Yeah, the candidate. So, um. 
Yeah, hey, Lost, right? Um, cool show. Cool show. Um, cool show, bro. <laughs> cool show, bro. Um, yeah, so um, uh, I'm still reading news. I need to stop doing this. Um, okay. So, uh, yeah, I've been uh, listening to, you know. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Hey, Justin. Yes. What have you been up to? Who, me? Mm-hmm. Oh, not much, you know. Usually. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, what's Madonna doing? Madonna? Oh, Madonna. Her real name is Madonna, I found out. Oh, wow. Real. I thought it was something else. If you thought it was fake, you were wrong. Well, I was wrong. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, uh, in all seriousness. Yeah. Um, so, um, I'm going to say a couple things. So, uh, first thing I want to say is, um, do I want to say this? Ah, eh, fuck it. So, uh, so there's this, uh, there's this last podcast out there. There's actually like a number of them now, you know, I feel like it's like, is it, is it retro cool? Is it like, just a part of the general phenomenon of, you know, revisiting TV shows. Like, is it both? Could it be neither? It's there's a lot of options there, but for whatever reason, uh, there's there's a growing number of lost uh, sort of rewatch style podcasts. Okay. And okay. there was there was one that I was listening to for a while that like spun off from a from a Game of Thrones podcast that I was listening to, and. I had to stop listening to it because, you know, they had this conceit where it was like they wouldn't talk about spoilers. Like they would, they've seen the show, right? They've seen the whole mm -hmm. show, but mm -hmm. they but they would talk about it like they hadn't. And I've just always oh, found that really frustrating. <laughs> yeah, but then sometimes they would slip and say something that's a spoiler and then they would beep it out. And it was just like, I don't know. Oh, it just seemed ridiculous to me. So anyway. I had to like let go of that. Um, like they had a small section at the end that was like the spoiler section, but like it's like way de-emphasized, and to me, it's the only interesting part. And it's like they don't care about it. So anyway, whatever. I had to move on from that one. Uh, strong, don't recommend. Personally, uh, it's called The Storm, but don't listen to it. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, and uh, but there's this other one newish one and and you know they have like big media connections so they've had like super famous guests and stuff actually both of the podcasts have but um this one is called the hatch actually uh we talked about it um a while ago when we did the desmond episode um uh because uh because they did they did a big like poll of the greatest episodes you know and the mm -hmm. constant one and like i went on a long rant about desmond back then Anyway, this was connected with that. And, um, you know, it's it's like fairly breezy. It's not Lost Lowdown style at all, but they don't make a pretense of not having seen the show. They talk about the show. They talk about the stuff that happens later. There's no like fake non-spoiler thing. And, you know, there's interesting stuff. They have some pretty good guests. They've, you know, had a lot of uh, people from the show on. They've had David Lindelof on, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so anyway, uh, if you want like the pithy yet still somewhat entertaining uh, Lost rewatch, uh, it's a pretty good one. I I recommend that one. Anyway, <laughs> are you trying to get our listeners to leave us? Is Not exactly. Segment is. Not exactly. I just uh, I just I rarely find uh, something that. Uh, 
satisfied, you know, cause I'm like, I'm so deep in the weeds and I do have this problem even with that podcast where it's like, you know, people who just aren't quite as into it, like will just be a little off on certain things. And like, it just frustrates me, but it's like, you know, it's kind of ridiculous to compare cause we've been talking about this for so long, you know? So speaking of that, uh, so I've also been listening to this other podcast that's like, honestly, probably my favorite one. It's called The Lost Lowdown. Um, Never heard of it. It's, yeah, me either. Um, but uh, but I, I found it and it's like super cool. And yeah. I, I bet one of their hosts is awesome and the other host is like, you're just put up with. Nawesome. But you never know which is which. <laughs> Oh, I like that. I like that there's mystery in there. Oh, you like mysteries? I I do like mysteries. Spoiler alert. It's a secret about me that few know or care to know. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I was listening to that. Uh, a very old one, Lost Slowdown number five, uh, which is a season one retrospective covering the pilot through episode five, I believe. Um, which is which is well yeah so i've also been re-watching the show from the beginning and so it just coincided with that nicely um it's super interesting to hear us at that stage because it's such an early stage Mm -hmm. a few things stood out uh to me about it the first thing was that like we're like so down on the characters like like i can't believe how fed up we are with like Locke. And mm-hmm. Charlie and Charlie <laughs> and Sawyer. We're, we've just had it. Like, yeah. we're just like so like, oh, oh, this character. Oh, I'm so sick of these people. You know, like, <laughs> like when when uh, when Walkabout started, I don't know if you remember this, but like, you know, at the beginning, they find this uh, boar like going mm-hmm. through or boars going through the, um, the fuselage or not fuselage, but part of the plane um and uh and you were like you know how you know how Locke knew that it was Boris in there and then you say because Locke's a boar <laughs> yep 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 <laughs> I remember that wow I remember that classic pun classic pun yep so anyway I, I was just really striking because you know um I have the sense of the characters degrading like more so later, but it's like barely after season two. And like, we're already kind well, of we're fed up. up because they're not doing the thing we want them to do. Yeah. You know, we had that whole theory that part of the effects of the Island is making you, it lowers your ambition to leave the Island, you know? Right. And like, and like it, 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 that whole idea of like, yeah, for some reason they don't talk to each other about their crazy um, experiences. Okay, maybe that's part of the island's influence, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, uh, that was the thing. The- oh, and your uh, Vincent is smoke. Vincent is smoky theory is one mm. where where I really and I actually acknowledged this when we when we got to the missing pieces, which is another one that I listened to recently. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, like you have this theory about Vincent being a smoke monster and like, not only that, you took it a step further. And this was, this was what really shocked me. You were like, cause I was like, how, 
Like, how is how is Walt's dog the smoke monster? Like, that makes yeah. no sense to me. You know, like the smoke monster was like living in Australia. Like, you know, and you were like, no, no, no. The dog died, and the smoke monster is taking its form. Wow. And I was like, I was like okay, okay. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I was shocked by how on the right track you were, especially because at that point, uh, you know, we hadn't had the Yemi episode yet. Like, they mm-hmm. hadn't really even explicitly confirmed that the smoke monster could take the form of dead people or animals or what have you, you know? Yeah, wow. And given the fact that we had a Mobisode where uh, the smoke monster and Vincent directly interact, Mm -hmm. I thought it was like surprising the fact that you got the mechanics of how it worked and the fact that there was an interaction between the two. Like for a crackpot theory, I was just like, holy shit, Mm -hmm. that's really surprisingly close considering how little we knew at the time, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Well, thank, well, my past self thanks you. <laughs> and my current self says um, also thanks. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. I too have been listening to old Lost Lauren episodes. Oh, have uh, you? A little bit, and I actually listened to episode. Wait for it as I go and find which one it was real quick don't forget okay it was episode 78 which was actually our season six mid-season retrospective oh my god the exact same same place that we're in the season of six now that's literally why i listened to it yeah so i went back i didn't listen to the whole thing yet because guess what it's six hours long Yeah, Um, yeah but uh it was actually interesting to hear some of the theories and one of the things we're really stuck on of course looking back at the whole uh, first 13 episodes of season six was uh you know just trying to understand what the flash sideways is and how it relates to the end of season five with jughead and then you yeah know, jughead and getting back yeah. to the present and then uh what does that mean about the you know the flash sideways island which is underwater so we were spending a lot of time trying to explain i was specifically trying to explain how jughead could have made the um the the island sink you know yeah. and also be the mechanism by which the losties go from the 70s back to the present timeline and you know and i kept saying things like well there's got to be a reason that the island sank and you know hearing you know knowing what i know now it's like that's where i went wrong because right. it was the wrong you know it was a wrong interpretation of why the island was depicted underwater. And it wasn't because something happened to it that made it go underwater. uh, Besides the writers uh, trying to tell us that the island, you know, and then we were, so we were talking about that idea and then you were like, wow, but what about, you know, we were, you know, the discrepancy because part of the problem with that theory was it still didn't explain why the history of some of the losties before the incident was still different. Right, so things like right. um, Roger Linus and Ben, yeah. right? and you brought up the pe- fact that Roger Linus was like, "Oh, if, imagine if we had stayed on the island." And you're like, "Why would they stay on an island that's blowing up a nuclear bomb?" And it's like, okay, yeah. So clearly, things are still really weird and different. So yeah, uh, but it was weird because it was like you know trying to use logic and come up with these answers based on logic, but really not having the right information to even start the uh the theorization correctly you know 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that's something you've, you've talked about several times over the years, which is like really trying to make Jughead make sense, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, for, for it to matter, you know, like, why did they do all that? You know, what purpose did it serve beyond just bringing them back to the present? Yeah. You know, and I really hear you with that theory, like turning it into like a way bigger thing than... Mm -hmm. you know then it ultimately ended up being which is uh which is too bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah again we get that we should call that something because that's a theme on the show of like the the storylines that never were you know um or the explanations that they could just say and it could be true and solve a problem you know uh but they don't say it so you can't really give them credit for it and um but you're yep. right though like the two big things that the two big things that we're off about are man in black and jacob origins mm -hmm. because we haven't seen across the sea yet mm -hmm. and the flash sideways like we're, we're just off base on those things because what we have to go on is very little and um and yeah we're really not i think the flash sideways would have been easier to guess honestly than the man in black and jacob stuff although you did say at one point something like they can't just be from roman times that would be too boring <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh no yeah yeah for a disappointment yeah yeah <laughs> that's what happened <laughs> but yeah it, it is interesting also to me how i guess it's like late enough in the show's run that there's a lot of stuff we talk about in there that's like just perennial topics that we still bring up mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and and our perspective on it isn't you know not that it's like exactly the same but like it's, it feels very much in the same like general uh idea of, of mm -hmm. what, what we were thinking about back then you know, it was just, it was a huge contrast from listening to like number five, where we're just like very, yeah. very naive about where the show's going mm -hmm. um, versus like, we know most of it. We just don't know like some of the key bits they choose to go out on, you know, which are like mm -hmm. kind of major, major moments, you know, and it is, it is true that like these last four, you know, do kind of change the game of season six. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was cool to have that because it was like, even though it's super long because we cover the whole season, it's, it actually like gives a nice kind of summary of thoughts on all the episodes, you know, it's a little easier to digest than, you know, six yeah. hours on one episode. Yeah. 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 Trying to go through the podcast for each one. Yeah, exactly. Which I did listen to some for the last, last recruit. I listened to us do like an hour and a half on the Christian Jack scene and just going through the lines like one at a time and then comparing them with all the details from the show and then going over like possible explanations for what Christian was doing at various points and why mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it was like we spent so long in that one scene it was crazy um I, uh, you know, compared to the screen time, I mean, we must have sped up um, some of the later scenes because mm -hmm. like, yeah, it was just like, and I just, I also think it's interesting how, I, I think I've mentioned this before and, you know, this is also a thing because um, um, 
the the ABCs of Law slash like Missing Pieces episode was another one I listened to, and we recorded it live, so we had like a live chat there, mm-hmm. and and they were like giving us you know feedback, and like there was a certain point where like I started saying something that someone typed like you said this already. Nice. <laughs> oh yeah, I bet, I bet, I, ha- mm-hmm. I have things that I have things that I just like to come back to. Um, uh, but now I lost my train of thought. So maybe, maybe, maybe they'll allow me to move on. Um, anyway, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, to uh, I guess to pivot from that, there's two uh, two other. So one other little thing from number five that I thought was super cool was that it's the first episode where we talk about joining the LPN. Oh, the wow. Network. Yeah, like you told me on the podcast live, I didn't even know that um, uh, that um, uh, oh, we joined this last podcasting network. Like, <laughs> this, <is cool laughs> thing. this is Guy Ryan and we're on there now. And it was it was crazy to hear. Like, oh, I'm actually yeah, I'm actually on the website for that post, uh, July eighth, two thousand six, and I, we thank uh, Vicky H for her suggestion to add Vicky our H, podcast yeah. to the LPN. Yeah, we mentioned and that. Apparently, um, our audience was ten got ten times bigger. So yeah. thank Vicky H. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, Vicky H, major supporter. She's still around. Uh, What's uh, I've seen her on Facebook uh, many times. She still comments on Twitter uh, occasionally about the podcast. Awesome. Um, yeah, it's Big like, our first fan. Our first fan, literally. Like, yeah, that's yeah, that's very huge. I will never her. know what the H stands for, and that's the mystery we all need in our lives. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we don't want to know. We don't need to know. It's better this way. Let's let the mystery be. Um, or, okay. or let the mystery age, right? <laughs> Indeed. Ah, I see what you did there. Yeah, I said one thing instead of another thing. Hey, you just explained it. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, I remember the thing I wanted to say, which I've said before, but I will now say one more time, which is uh, it's very striking to me how we evolved on that because by the time it got to the last episode where we have this long scene where uh where Locke the smoke monster is like yeah I was Christian you know whatever um (laughs) that's a quote uh yeah pretty much uh and on the podcast we were like I really expected him to say no you know we were both on the same page in terms of like we did not think that Christian was a smoke monster Mm. and it's just interesting to me because uh, if you go back to the missing pieces, which is uh, uh, chronologically the first time we ever saw, well, not really, because there's White Rabbit, but White Rabbit is like an anomaly. Yeah. Um, uh, I feel like it's the first time we see him talk, at least. Um, yeah. At Christian as a smoke monster going to Vincent, you know, wake up my son, blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, and, and I think it probably also helped that by the time that came on, we had the uh, the Mr. Echo episode where it's pretty explicit that the smoke monster is taking the form of Yemi. Mm-hmm. And once you establish that, it's it becomes a logical thing. And that's exactly what we thought uh, for the the podcast for the missing pieces. Like, 
oh, so Christian must be the smoke monster, mm-hmm. you know? Like we were totally on that page and that was correct. But then somehow along the way, the way they presented him, I guess made us stop thinking that was true. Um, and I just think that's odd how that happened. Um, how like we had the right answer. It's like, it's almost like they told us too much or they used him too much or the way they used him was misleading or something mm-hmm. that, uh, that made us think that there was this Christian character and he was like, maybe he was like associated somehow, but like we really just didn't think that it was actually the smoke monster. So yeah. I just think that's the odd thing. Yeah. It's weird to go from like right on to like wrong the episode before they reveal that you had been right before, you know? Like it's like, is the show doing something right or wrong there? I'm not sure. Probably right. Would you say right? Okay. I think if they could keep you guessing and, and when they make a reveal, you you it's 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 surprising. I think I think a reveal being surprising is doing it right. So if they do a reveal and we already guessed it, then you know, depending on the reveal, right? Depending on what they want you to, to think is is kind of I guess what you would base it on, right? Yeah, yeah. Or maybe they want you to think, Oh yeah, we'll release the Mobisode and it'll people will think that christian is man in black but then if they know that then later they can do other things to kind of throw you off from that and then come back to it later because that that's a classic kind of thing right the it's like a double misdirection thing um and um i think when you're playing the long game you almost have to do something like that at a certain point um like, oh, yeah, it's this person. Oh, it's not that person. Oh, wait, it is. Right, right. And you're like, oh, okay. I, I th- I, as I think about it, I think another thing that uh, maybe threw me about it was that, you know, we've talked about this many times, too. Like, I feel like a Smoke Monster MIB is just very much a denier, like, generally. Even if he does do a thing, like, maybe he doesn't even know he's doing it or he acts like Anything- he doesn't he takes no responsibility. I'm saying he takes no responsibility at all. Oh no! Oh, no. I didn't do anything to you, son. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Too close to home. Uh, let's. Yeah, let's... yeah, yeah. I, yeah. So, but you know what I'm saying, like with the claiming and all that. You know, he just he doesn't act like he has all these powers and. We don't really get a lot of scenes. In fact, we get virtually zero scenes of characters going like, hey, did you appear as this person to me? You know, like that's kind mm-hmm. of the only scene of that type that we really get. Um, and I think that's the other thing that makes it, I, that almost makes me think that even if it was him, he might still deny it, mm-hmm. you know? So it's just, I don't know, it's weird for him to just like confirm He's the original troll. He's a gaslighter. <laughs> you know what happens when you light gas? What? You get smoke. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's like the dumbest, scariest thing I've ever said. Wow. Because uh, wow. it's true. That's why he's always gaslighting people, because he's a smoke monster. God, this show's so dumb. I love it. um okay and then one more small revelation that i had that wasn't really 
uh, from listening to the podcast, but I was just thinking about the show as a whole and like where we've gone and where we're going. Um, and I realized that, um, you know, the last episode, uh, the last recruit that we did, uh, the flash sideways is like a, a group thing, you know, it kind of cuts, um, between various people's stories, you know, um, and, um, uh, that's going to be, uh, true of this one as well. And, uh, then we get across the sea. Mm-hmm. which you know across the sea like you know across the sea is its own thing and yeah. it definitely fits the pattern of it's a flashback episode it's a character-centric ex- episode etc but then uh what they die for and you know the end those are both also like group oriented uh mm-hmm. flash sideways stuff where it's, it's not like focusing on one uh character so anyway i just i had this weird realization that in terms of like the traditional um character centric backstory slash flash forward slash flash sideways the last one they do on the show is everybody loves hugo like that's that's the last like normal one that's like character single character centric anyway it's just a weird bit of trivia that i never thought about before that like this formula that they have been doing for you know the entire show basically like is over now Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just a strange thing yeah it's interesting um and it's i feel like it's a weird one to go out on you know <laughs> it's like, oh, that's your last one. Okay, okay. So be it. Uh, I was just on Lostpedia looking up this episode of The Last Recruit, and there's a caption here when Jack jumps off the boat. It says Jack reclaims his his position as a man of faith and refuses to run. And I go, I'm like, wow, Jack's a man of faith. Yeah, we said that on the podcast too. Yeah, yeah, crazy. like that proved Jack was a man of faith because he was like, no, I think we should stay because like something might happen and maybe he's afraid and I believe in that we're here for a reason. And, mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's very much like a lock type mm-hmm. rationale, I guess. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, overall, I think that is like kind of the Jack arc. I wish that Locke had said something to Jack, like the actual Locke before he died. I wish, you know, when Jack, when Locke was going around trying to convince everyone to go back to the island and failing, Mm -hmm. I wish he had left some words with Jack. You know, I wish there was something that he said that in the moment Jack didn't really engage with, but over time it really started to matter. And maybe you could make a case that something like that happened, but... I don't know. I don't feel like they really crystallized it, but you know, this moment where he, where he is explaining why he's going to stay, I think would be the moment to say whatever Locke had told him that could have affected his thinking. Cause you know, I'm still just hung up on the fact that we don't really get Locke proper this season and, and the effects of his life and his fate, his uh, delusions, but also just of his death, right? And and I that's just a thing that I wish that would have just been more satisfying, right? And because uh, I I think there's in the in the end when when Jack is fighting, you know, Man in Black Lock, uh, 
I think Jack does invoke Locke at that point. Um, he says something about Locke, you know, in, invoking his name in that fight. But uh, mm-hmm. I can't quite yeah. remember. But I just, you know, I just wanted that more for this season. I wanted Locke's sacrifice to to motivate the characters explicitly and not implicitly. You know, um, and and again, like that whole idea that I, I've said several thousand times of like man in black in the body of Locke. I wish somehow Locke's psyche would would be at, at war with man in black psyche. You right. Know? And when he's when he's saying, don't tell me what I can't do. It's like, oh, it's because you're in the body of Locke. And here's right. an unforeseen consequence of you taking over his form that you didn't you never thought about. You didn't know it could happen. There's some weird difference between now versus any other time. You know what I mean? Like maybe, you know, maybe when Man in Black is like, I don't know. I don't know. There, there could have been some nuance there. But um, but so anyway, it's just weird that Jack becomes this man of faith. But without, I don't know, maybe I'm not remembering some details at this point. But I just feel like it should have been connected to, to Locke, you know, more. Yeah. And not just Jack running out of options and just throwing his hands up and going, well, I guess we're here for some reason because I can't think I can't figure it out. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, that's like, like a large lighthouse. Problem. I mean, Lighthouse was a while ago, I guess. But remember Lighthouse when he's like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. That was, I guess that was part of it. That was part of it. him that he's there for a reason. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's the dynamite scene with Richard. Um, I yep. think they've been they've been building to that, and you know, and he's acting like, okay, we'll get off the island, you know, like whatever. But then, like when it comes to the point, it's like, no, 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 I'm not actually going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I think it's I think it's a larger problem with the lock arc, um, and I'm not sure that I can separate my dissatisfaction with the handling of the actual John Locke character from the fact that I don't personally like I don't like Terry O'Quinn as the Man in Black as much as I do some of the other actors who play that character mm-hmm. um i preferred the christian man in black i preferred the yemi mm-hmm. man in black uh i prefer the titus swelliver man in black <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's weird like i i feel like they had a lot of people play that character and strangely like you know once the ruse is over you know because the ruse was interesting i can live with that that he took Locke's form because he had a specific reason to do it, but once they just make him stay that way, it just, I don't know. Like, I just don't feel like, I don't like the energy that he brings to the like fully in public man in black character, you know, not just pretending to be Locke, but you know, he's like fully acknowledging like, yeah, I'm the smoke monster. I'm not really Locke, blah, blah, blah. I just, I, I there, it's strange. I don't know. And again, like I said, it, it might just be like displaced disappointment with what actually happens with the real lock character. And there's nothing necessarily wrong with the performance, but I, I do, 
I do kind of regret that that's how they handled Locke slash Terry O'Quinn in season six. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish it could have been someone else. Well, I yeah, I don't have a problem with the performance. I think the problem for me is the the lack of an interesting storyline for most of the time that he is Locke. You know, as we talk about a lot, you know, he sits around whittling. You know, and I think if there was more, if there was something else he was doing, it might have it might have worked better. Um, but yeah, I kind of agree. I think. Um, some of the, some of the, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I, it, there's so many problems. There's just so many problems, you know, I, I it's hard to separate the story too from the performance. Yeah. So. And just the whole idea of, you know, the bad guy not taking credit for things is just such a weird, I'm trying to think of like Darth <laughs> Vader being like, I never did that. No, Luke, I didn't chop your hand off. I mean, like, no, I didn't, like, try to attack the rebels. <laughs> Who, me? I, I love the rebels. <laughs> Luke, <laughs> I am maybe not your father. Um... <laughs> I also did not kill your father. I had nothing to do with your father. <laughs> uh... <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be a better story? <laughs> it sounds weird when you say it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It is bizarre. It is bizarre. I uh it, it it makes me think of the idea of, you know, knowing yourself, you know, and this idea that man in black doesn't know who he is, you know, in the context that he doesn't he's not taking credit for some of the things that he does. And it's almost like one way you can reconcile that is is this psychological idea that he doesn't know himself or he doesn't know fully what he is or or what's attached to him because yeah. you know if you got a normal human brain right there's uh, there's all these conscious thoughts right unconscious thoughts there's conscious actions and processes that you're aware of your body's doing and there's a lot of your behavior that's on the subconscious level right and so it's almost like that same framework but his unconscious is a smoke monster and and he is really incapable as a you know as just a individual conscious sort of being from really understanding what's below the surface right we can only really come up with theories about how our subconscious works right and some some reasonable theories based on science and things we can observe and testing and things like that. Right. But a lot of it is just sort of speculation, right. And sort of models of frameworks for behavior and things like that. And we kind of go, well, this is good enough explanation until, until it doesn't work. Right. And it seems like that he's in that same boat, but he doesn't understand that the magnitude again, I've said this before on the podcast, but I almost wish like that shot at the end uh when when jacob kills man in black across the sea right and jacob throws man in black into the light cave and man in black's body comes out and then the smoke monster flies away like i really wish that could have been recorded for man in black to see and so him you know what i mean like and it's interesting they had that episode in uh what was it uh season five i think where we get the or was it season six yeah, and there was, maybe it was earlier this season where we get, for the first time, we get the smoke monster POV, 
and he's flying. Yeah, that was the season. Yeah. Oh, 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 town. Remember, oh, we used to call it O town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Othersville, Othersville or whatever. The barracks, basically. And that yeah. the, you know, they had that shot of him looking in in a reflection in in the in the mirror in the glass. Yeah. And seeing him. But you know, so that's the kind of thing where it's like, how often has he seen himself as a smoke monster, right? Unless there's mirrors or or you know clear bodies of yeah, water. Yeah. You know, he's not seeing what he really is a lot of the times. And I feel like, so I don't know how to take, so when, you know, a very mundane thing of he's chasing son and she runs into a tree and she says, you did this to me. And he's like, I didn't do anything. I was like, is that just the, the writer trying to tell us he doesn't really understand what's attached to him or what he's really capable of or things like that? Or is he just lying and, and gaslighting, you know? And it comes across genuine. Like he's just like, I don't know. I didn't do that. I can't do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Like, so did he really fly across the water in smoke form and kill the Adira passengers? And he just doesn't know that he did that. Right. Like, when he goes to sleep. Does the smoke monster take over and and like does evil things? And he wakes up and he's like, I didn't do anything. I was sleeping the whole time. You know, it's like those kind of weird questions, right? Um, because like this is gonna be dumb, but like, what if the smoke? Mo- what if Man in Black sleepwalks? Or should I say, sleep smokes, uh, and he just like does stuff when he's asleep. Sleepwalks. There it is, <laughs> sleepwalking, <laughs> and uh, he was wafting around sleep style, and uh, and he's doing like crazy stuff, and he has no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that, that I, that's interesting. Um, you know. Um, yeah, there's a fine line there. You know, another uh, possibility that I think about when I hear that is that, you know, like, he's just right. Like, he didn't actually do anything. The thing that happened to Sun is, you know, just some fluke thing from hitting her head on a tree, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you really don't know. There's no definitive proof about that. And you could say the same thing about some of the other stuff, Um maybe not all of it, but like some of it, um, the claiming and all that, like you could say like, yeah, that's just like some weird interpretation that people have about like the way he gets people to do things he wants them to do. But like, it doesn't really correspond to any like supernatural power. You know, we, we talked about that too. I think, I think the flip side of that coin, um, I wouldn't have minded either, which is like, he does have the powers, but he doesn't know it. Uh, and I think like that could have been like, they could have played that up and it could have been an interesting note. I mean, maybe they didn't want to make his character tragic or or something, but just the idea that, you know, I don't know, there's something compelling there about like, you, you have this evil attached to you and you don't know it, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that could have worked, you know, and, and I, the way they play it on the show, I'm not sure if that's what we're supposed to believe or not. Well, I (laughs) I, I assume it's, I assume we're not supposed to believe it because it didn't become a part of the plot proper and any of the climax of the, you know, no lock, you can't leave because you've got evil attached to you. And he goes, what? you know, like that could have been a thing where he's where he is conflicted about if he should leave the island now that he knows. Yeah, that. yeah. I mean, he, you know, like Said tells him, you know, oh, Dogen said you were evil incarnate or something, and like he just kind of shrugs it off, you know. And there's a whole thing with Richard and like, you know, like oh, mm-hmm. he's the devil, and 
you know, he says all this stuff about Jacob, but it's clear that like, it's, you know, he knows that's the way Jacob talks about him, which he does in that episode, you know, Jacob's like, yeah, he's the, the, the evil that the island is keeping in or, or whatever. Um, it does seem to me like he's aware that people talk about him that way at the very least. Yeah, and there's that that connection between Man in Black and the, the idea of a smoke monster going back, you know, because you're talking about um, he's he's the devil, right? So it goes back to that Garden of Eden idea. Yeah. Of like, you know, a smoke monster is very serpentine, right? So this idea <laughs> of like, well, yeah, the snake that convinced Eve to eat the apple probably would say it didn't do anything either. You right. know, I didn't tell her to eat that apple. What are you talking about? Who, me, little old snake? Come on. You know, um, so I, I feel like there's a connection there with just like the the mischievous, you know, entity. I'm say it. I'm not Team Snake. I think Snake did nothing wrong. Well, without Snake, we wouldn't be here. So yeah, I mean, and like Snake didn't lie. Everything Snake said was true. It's why put just... the, why tempt humanity with all knowledge or whatever anyway? Yeah, yeah, you put that there in the first place, and it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, you just don't want people to know things. Like, okay, like I, yeah, I, I think I think Snake's been unfairly vilified. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, well, the other thing is like, it'd be different if, if God said, "Hey, you can you can eat that apple later. There'll be a time at which you can eat it, but the time yeah. is not now." And then then it becomes you know more about like technology moving too fast or right. you know getting knowledge you know to, when you're not ready for it can lead to catastrophe or something yeah. but no uh, but since there wasn't never it's a long time um, ever especially yeah. in the garden of eden where there was no clocks mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah it was a clock-free garden yeah time is longer when there's no clocks we know yeah, that that's... from einstein <laughs> is that what einstein all right you want to get into the episode I do. Uh, I want to say one more thing before we do it. Okay. Uh, short thing. Because uh, you've harped on this many times, but I also heard you say this in the um, the season six review episode, which is that you really wanted Christian at the end to say to Jack, you had what it takes. Yeah. And Always. It was just, it was, it was a little bit sad to hear you say that before we get the, you know, because we are talking about Christian coming back and like, oh, they need to do that. And you're like, yeah, but the thing they really need to do is have Christian tell that, tell, tell Jack you have what it takes, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, oh no, oh no. Like I can feel the disappointment coming, you know? Yeah. It's, 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 it's very sad that they, they got like literally the scene mm -hmm easily could have done it and they yep. just don't. they just didn't they just they ran up to it and they just didn't do it and they, it's almost like that kind of tension is an, is intentional intentional tension intentional mm -hmm. oh intentional yeah it's intentional. hard to, yeah, if you wrote it you could see it you could see it if you wrote it that's how writing works and vision works um but yeah i agree it, it's what if i if i had a top 10 list of my disappointments with the show because that's one of those things you know the circular the cyclical nature of stories is very powerful obviously and um that closing that loop on that idea on down jack's you know his his main flaw his main feeling of being inadequate 
uh, coming back to Christian, who becomes the sort of father of the show, you know, good, good, good father in the real Christian way and flash sideways Christian and then bad father in the man in black is impersonating Christian way. Um, and, and yeah, it's just sad that, that we don't really get that line and we get right up to it. Um, and, um, you know, it even could have been a different thing where he, you know, Jack could have, could have, could have started it with, uh, yeah, what, you know, too bad I didn't have what it takes or. I wish I could have saved more people. I didn't have, but you know, just like Christian could have reversed it. Right. So he could have said an option A is you had what it takes. Right. But option B is like, I've always known you had what it takes, Jack. Mm-hmm. I just needed you to know that it's one of those lines. Right. right. I just needed you to believe it. I always right. believed it. So I said you didn't. So you'd prove it to yourself. Right. Right. right? But I, you know, I never, I never doubted you for, for a minute kind of thing. Um, yeah, I wish there was, there was more than that. Yeah. There's, I, I saw a story a couple weeks ago about, you know, one of those periodic stories about a lost reboot. Uh, and it got me thinking about what would a lost reboot look like. And, uh, so I was jotting down some ideas on like, first of all, I'm like, we should be writing the reboot. Who, who better? No one spent more time thinking about yeah. this show than us and the listeners. Um, and, uh, and I was thinking about what, another version of the show would look like because i always thought it should be on the same island but like a different time period or something and then i started thinking about another island where there's very similar um uh, circumstances but it's about but it would be a different uh origin story so across the sea would be different it'd be a different island so one idea would be we would see the same island but in different time period, you know, within the same world of the lost TV show, the same Island, but we'd see it a different time period. So maybe we would see the Island. So, you know, there's that, I, there's that theory that the reason Yimmy's brother's plane winds up on the Island, you know, even though it left from, from like Africa, right. Mm-hmm. Is that the Island was in the Atlantic or in that area. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's- yeah. Yeah. So you could do so part of the TV show could be, you know, it could take place in like that that 80s time period or something. Right. Uh, Or another time period where that the show didn't depict really or didn't really, you know, investigate a lot. But but, you know, like when the island was other places. So who came to the island when it was in the Atlantic? Right. Things like that, you know, and kind of, so there's like that one idea. And there's the idea that there was other islands, right? Because there's other pockets of energy out there, right? And, um, you know, so maybe you could have other characters who were drawn to that island for other reasons, uh, and other and other types of things, you know. Um, but yeah, if I if I was gonna rewrite Lost, it would be way more about a real goal, you know. It would be really, I would have a hard time not tying up loose ends and and you know making the incident be about something concrete and not just be like well something happened i don't know uh, they needed this and something that and swan this and electromagnetism that and mm-hmm. this and time travel that you know um, yeah yeah 
Yeah, I think I think it is hard. It is hard to because I do like I do like certain aspects of the way Lost is written that sort of go along with that. But that's like the downside of it is that you get these really unsatisfying story points. And so it's like, yeah, trying to like balance what's good about the show with like trying to like fix the the things that kind of ruin it sometimes. Uh, yeah, I think um it's it's an interesting idea. I I definitely think like it's hard for me to. I, it, they could definitely just reboot it in a way where, um, you know, you just start with new characters. I mean, that's kind of what you were saying. I think with the idea of like the island is floating in other places, and mm-hmm. uh, and we'll just like it'll be a different time period, and so we can just like you know, like do a soft reboot, I guess you could call it. Um, uh, But like, I think for me, like I really want, you know, I want like the perfect version of the lost I know. (laughs) So I want like, I want the lost characters. I just want them to have like, you know, satisfying arcs. And I want things to just be a little bit, a little bit more, I want things to make just a little bit more sense, but not too much where it ruins it. I, I yeah, I, uh, uh, I, I think there's some stuff they could just cut mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that just like didn't work and never really did anything for, for the show. And, uh, and some things that just need to be like elaborated a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're just like way too vague about certain things and yeah i think the incident is is definitely one of those things that is crying out for i i don't i really resent that they use the incident as a misdirection about the flash sideways um because it's like it's like a double fake out it's like Mm-hmm. Like there's a the fact that the incident is not the explanation for the flash sideways, but there's also b. So then, what was the point of the incident again? Like it 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 almost ruins both. Yep. <laughs> you know, which like I I just I don't like that move. I I in retrospect, like that's one of the most annoying things to me about the later stages of the show. You know, mm-hmm. setting aside like some of the mysteries they don't explain properly, but just the story mechanics of that, uh, it just feels very, you know, like I can way more easily live with like locks to come back to life. Oh no, it isn't locked. Like that is disappointing, but I think that works well enough for me um, in a way that it doesn't necessarily invalidate the two stories <laughs> that it's building on. Mm-hmm. Um, Whereas, like, yeah, it really seems like um, it's just like, okay, so the flash time is, is like a totally separate thing. And like the incident didn't really do much of anything. Okay. I feel like it's worse than that. I feel like I feel like it's worse in the sense that I don't know what the incident was or did. I don't even know if it did much of anything. You know, I don't even know if that's true. I just don't know what happened. Right. Like, what happened? Yeah, they just kind of, like, flash out of having to deal with it. Yeah. Um, there was that deleted scene where they showed Richard, like, seeing the explosion from far away. Because, like, it was, like, paying off that line where he's like, I watched them all die. 
Oh, that's you know? right. Um, so I do feel like they they had a slight plan for like showing it a little more, like elaborately, like what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but they went with we but, won't but see you know, But then you know they have to because right. I, I just feel like unless they explain this out on a on a on a granular level that they never do. Right, as soon as the incident happens and the pocket of electromagnetism is destabilized or whatever, yeah, um, you have a hundred eight minutes, buddy. So you better build yeah. that solar station quick. Yeah, I know. Well, we talked about that. Like, how yeah. could that have been possible? Yeah, unless it was like they must was, have had like a manual version or something. That well, I was gonna say was... unless it was it was it, it took a while before it destabilized or that. Yeah, yeah, it was like, well, okay, we'll we'll continue to build the Swan Station anyway because we still want to investigate this pocket, and then maybe maybe that's the thing. Maybe the, it's still true that they hit the pocket when they were building the station, and so the incident isn't when Jughead exploded. The incident is still when they built this, when they kept, you know, after it exploded, and then they continued construction on the site. And then they busted the bubble or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I was, we just summed up 15 years of podcasting with those two <laughs> sentences. Um, all right. Well, I think we should jump into the episode because it's going to answer all of our questions. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's be confident. Let's... Let's do that then. <laughs> All right, let's do it. All right. All right, everybody, get your players ready. If you're going to stream with us on streaming, the streamtastic, the candidate. <laughs> let's stream let's together. Stream. Five, four, three, two, stream. You ready to stream? Okay, here go, we go. Go stream time. Yeah, let's do it. Go, go gadget streaming. Uh, five, four, three, two, stream previously on stream <laughs> huh me what um, Locked? who's that i don't know did you mess up my ears <laughs> i had four ears before how many do i have now <laughs> oh that's right I gave you my business card. Right. What happened? You were run down by a car. You just came out of surgery. So Desmond hit him with the car. Right. I had to. It's a little French. It looks like your father did it. Because I think you're a candidate. To leave the island? Any procedure, surgery we're developing, and if it worked, it could restore feeling to your leg. We removed daddy issues. Does no one call him Mr. Locke except for Walt and Jack right now? I feel mm-hmm. like 
Nobody calls him Mr. Lobby. It's very rare. Yeah. It's like a formal thing. But I feel like, yeah, even in his flashbacks, no one really says that. So this is where we go, like, we don't understand why in this reality people still have limitations on their character and their, you know, their flaws, right? Mm-hmm. He's saying no to this miraculous possibility. And we're like, why? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, but that's the thing, like, they have to, they have to be ready to move on or but, something. But why aren't they doing that already? It's weird. It seems like, how are you practicing being ready if this isn't when you're practicing being ready? <laughs> or how do you get to be ready if, if this is, if you're not practicing being ready now, then how are you going to be ready? <laughs> He's just got to think about it for like a couple of days and then he'll be ready. All right. I forgot that like they don't go full surgery immediately. Mm-hmm. It's like just a partial thing and then he has to which I think is better. Like he should have to like volunteer and not just like be forced into it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. This is season six, bitch. Oh man, that was sad. Well, only one quad. <laughs> Why isn't she on it? It's conf- well, actually, they'll explain it. Uh, she was crossed off. Oh, that's right. They crossed you off, girl. <laughs> girl, you got crossed off. <laughs> oh, Seamus. Seamus? Seamus on you. Wow, Seamus. I didn't think you were like a picket type. Mm-hmm. This is how Pickett became Pickett. He started out as a Seamus. Every Pickett begins as a Seamus. Wait, why is the fence not live? I, what does work mean? Are they plugging in more on. batteries or something? We need more double A batteries. What happened? Oh, is it that? Is it the Desmond stuff? Did that like destroy the fence because they used all the electricity or something? Is that what happened? I'm confused. I mean, it sounds like something. Because it was working fine before. Was it? Yeah, because like it was on and like Locke came and he was like, look, I see you brought a fence. But like, he didn't, we didn't test it. Well, he didn't test it. <laughs> but I assumed it was on. Well, you know what they say about assumptions. Why wouldn't it be Sonic on? Sonic fences. This is Bernard. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need dental work. <laughs> exactly. I got a toothache. I was hoping you'd get a look at one of your patient files. Family's patient today. Name's John Locke. And our records said that you had done some emergency oral surgery on him about three years back. And what did you expect? I want to know how he was hurt. Do you mind if I ask you why you didn't do something with oral? Um, yes, I mind. <laughs> you were on the same flight back from Australia. Both you and I went to Uh oh. Oops. Dentist says what? 
That's how he took it. Mm -hmm. I love that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not into Dennis Wives normally. I can't break patient confidentiality and patient activity. But I can tell you that when I treated Mr. Locke, there was another man. Well, it's weird. This is weird. This is weird. Remember that? They skipped over something very important. What's that? Which is. Anthony Peters. <sighs> Good luck, Doc. The, why? Why did their coincidental being on the plane convince him that 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 so jack he said why are you interested in in Locke?" and Locke's like well i met him on a plane he goes say no more i saw you on a plane therefore i'm gonna help you it's like wait 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 but why do you wait you know he's at he's he's giving that some meaning yeah yeah and saying jack has the same legitimate meaning and it's like but but they didn't identify what that meaning was yeah yeah Can you though? And I could kill every single one of your friends, and there's not a thing that you could do to stop. Isn't there? But instead of killing you, I saved your life, and now I want to save them too. I feel like this is the dynamite scene again. Jack just say, "Then kill me, then. If you could, if you could so so kill me, then do it." Yeah. It's a weird rationale. You should trust me because I could kill you, and I'm not doing it. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, well, just, that just means you need me for something, and you're yeah, gonna exactly. use me instead of kill me. Yeah, it's not obvious that that's. <laughs> um, I have that's things like, to like say saying like, like why, why should? <laughs> I'll say it later. I don't want to talk over this scene. <laughs> right back where we all started. It's so hard not to like talk and miss things. Yeah. But maybe it was a good reason. Maybe that's great. Great. <laughs> maybe it's a list of people who he's gonna use. <laughs> that's what's weird, right? Is they're really imbuing this whole these concepts with a lot of like ambiguous meaning. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And like, it matters a lot less than they think. Like Jacob is like, yeah, I crossed your name out because you became a mother, but if you want the job, you can have it. 
Yeah, exactly. He doesn't care. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah. He doesn't put it's any special meaning that... on it. They, they put the meaning on it. Yeah. So this was the ring he gave to Locke, Locke to tell Son that to, to come dead. back. To prove he was dead. That's right. That's the yeah. rub. It's like, no, tell her, tell her I'm dead and use this ring and tell her never to come back here. And then Ben gets the ring from Locke and says, Jen's alive. Check it out. I got Here's the, the proof. Yeah. Yeah. Classic Ben moment. Okay, here we go. I really gotta get to the bottom of what went wrong here. Because I was thinking about this. I remember this scene and I'm like, why did the fence not work? Oh no, don't shoot at the smug monster. It looks like it wasn't even on. Yeah, I don't think it was on. They needed too long to turn it on, but I'm just confused because I, I did it never work or did it work and then stop working? I think it's gonna work later. Oh, wow. I'm with him. He said it. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, man. That's the worst moment of Lost ever. I'm I'm with him. Yikes. Wow. So that means Jack is claimed. I mean... (laughs) That is what they were insinuating. And yet, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not clear. I think this plan is weird, especially because, like, the plane needs some repair. Like, they're acting like they can just, like, jump in and take off. I guess they don't know that. Yeah. Maybe. Whoa there. Oh, that's why it didn't work. He turned off the generator. Okay, okay, okay. That helps. I forgot that detail. Well, this is the first time this whole group has been together, like forever, right? Yeah, you're totally right. It's been, yeah, season four, I think, (laughs) is the last time that happened. Oh, okay. This is when they get to this. Yeah. Yeah, so they did rewrite this part of the story. Mm-hmm. This is where, yeah, Jack can't let it go. The thing that I want. Because his dural sack needs repair. <laughs> it is like, Jack, I feel like you need the surgery more for you than the patient needs it. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a lot. Well, he needs to understand. Just like, has anyone ever said no to a surgery before? Like, 
but but that's the thing is he needs he needs to know the reason. Yeah. Happy now, Jack? Are you happy? This is what you did. Sebastian's like, it's Jack's fault. It does. It does. So, what's the story? I think they're going to tell us here. Okay. Um, yes, yes. I vaguely remember what the story was. But I don't want to spoil the narrative. Okay, it's not going to happen yet. I don't have to stop. I'm bulletproof. Oh boy. Yeah. I just think this makes no sense. And I guess I guess the idea is he's he's just got this non-corporeal quality to him where he's like a hologram, you know, yeah. and a bullet can go through him. Uh, you know, it's because it's not like he's getting hit and there's a blood there's a wound and it's a little inconsistent because Said was able to stab him and you saw the hole in the shirt and stuff, so it, it's not yeah. really clear. Like I feel like there should be bullet. Is this wounds. the same shirt that the hole get repaired? Yeah. Well, when he maybe when he smokes and like de-smokes, like he yeah. can repair his own clothes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Nature sewing machine. So this is weird. This will go down in history as I still don't understand. Someone rigged the plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is some weird shit. I so I think no, I think it's like oh, we talked about this so much. I think it's like Widmore rigged the plane because he wanted to make sure that the Man in Black didn't use it to leave. But like he could have just exploded it now and then they have then it's done, right? Yeah, but I guess like because he killed the guards, like he doesn't Oh, know. that was right. They they were in the middle of doing it when he showed up or something. Yeah, like maybe, maybe they would have exploded like it. Yeah. And so he's gonna take Widmore's bomb and and literally like however much time passed just now, like this is when he like rigs the bomb. That's what's weird is he formulates a completely new plan. Yeah. In like 30 seconds, when like, well, well, what was your original plan? Because you you didn't want them to actually leave with you. Right, right. Yeah, we'll never know what his original plan was because it couldn't it's have almost been. like he was gonna plan a bomb and they beat him to it. That's what you want. Oh, this is that con thing where it's like, I'll tell you the thing that I'm planning to do so you don't yeah. suspect that I'm trying to do it. Oh, he's even going to show him the fucking thing. Okay. This is a great way to con someone because you have all the evidence, but all you have to do is say it's the other person who did it. Right. It's very, what's the word? Political. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's weird because like I think it's partially true. He's just hiding the fact that he's gonna do the same thing now. Mm -hmm. With the same explosive, no less. But, like, but Widmore doesn't want to kill all of them. No, yeah, he it was I think it was just for the man in black. He didn't want him to leave. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
submarine is going to be heavily defended. They're going to need everything. I, I it is it is weird though. That they don't think about what happens after they leave the island. They don't know this creature, and they don't know what he might need them for. And all the extent of his plan that he's communicated to them is, "We'll leave the island together." But yeah. there's, there's no and then and then what? You'll eat us? Like I don't know. Like yeah, you know, I need to sustain on human souls, so I'm gonna bring my lunch. I'm gonna pack a brown bag lunch of losties with me as I leave the island. You know, like. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it. this little plan. Am I supposed to do that? I thought I would have did that already. We'll see if you get it wet. Yeah. I'll take care of the rest. What what's that gonna be? Deadline mm -hmm. <laughs> comes across to me as is tying back to an undeveloped idea that water's his weakness or something. Mm -hmm. And that he intuited that. When Man in Black said he couldn't, he couldn't fly over the water. Fly over the water. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I think you're right, but it's so flimsy. Like, yeah. It's. it's I just missing, feel like it's like a it's like a, a chair with two, three legs. Yeah, I would think Sawyer would have a better idea of like what he's trying to accomplish before like diving into a plan like that. Pun intended. It's just like he pushes him into literally, pushes him into the water, and like now what? He's like, okay, I'm wet now. <laughs> Like, <laughs> plan succeeded. Yeah, like, does that did that help? Did that stop me somehow? I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's very, very strange. I was like, like, hey, you want this candy bar about my for me for myself? <laughs> no, you don't. Okay, great, because I wanted it for me. <laughs> Or did he? <laughs> yeah, so I think there's like some half intuitive, half like true realization thing that happens when they realize they're connected to this flight. And mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm not sure I can fully verbalize that, but I feel like whatever that weird thing is, is the thing Bernard was acting on. It becomes an intuition and an instinct and they just trust it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it tells them something subconsciously like, Oh, this person I have some weird connection to, I should trust him. Like, I, but it, it is hard to define because they don't really say exactly what what it's supposed to be. Is it because they made this place together? Maybe it is. Maybe it is. That's actually a valid point. <laughs> I'd probably trust someone who helped me create a whole reality. Yeah, I think so. I mean, probably. Mm-hmm. Not to necessarily. Make a reality with people and find out before I commit to it.
Now, I wish when we came back here, that idea of family was a, applicable to the people we're watching in this scene because mm-hmm. they have, have felt so f- they they're so far from feeling family right now. It's ridiculous. Yeah, they've been apart for years. Like mm-hmm. a lot of these people are just don't, seeing each a lot other. of them don't trust the other people. Yeah. Saeed's not even human anymore, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Claire's pretty far gone. Like, it's... Yeah. It's, that's not yeah. even lock. I mean... Yeah. I agree. I agree. I feel like that's the point they want to make, but that is something that, yeah, kind of... That's what you me. don't get, right? This whole spectacular, warm feeling that they create an entire reality together. But, like, they're so... In their last moments here on the island, they're so fractured yeah from from purpose and from each other and then even in the flash sideways they don't know they start out not knowing each other so it's just a weird yeah the avengers you know what i mean it's not it's not where when they team up at the end they're the most unified they've ever been it's like yeah it's like the opposite of that yeah yeah there's there's a bit more teaming up towards the end but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It, it doesn't seem adequate. I, I do feel like they're building more on the vibe they had in season one than they are on the way it is mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there was there was more unity in those early days. And and I, I, from watching season one, I really do feel like with the flash sideways, like it does feel like that's what they're building off of more than they are the season six stuff. Yeah, yeah. Which is a bit jarring because they're very different. Oh, I forgot. I, I was I was wondering how they piloted the summary, and I guess they just have people. I think, I, yeah, I feel like we talked about that on the podcast, and I was like, yeah, they'll just force the pilot to do it. Yeah, <laughs> <that's>, captain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I don't know why I thought they were gonna have to just learn how to do it. Okay, get the manual out. It's one thousand pages <laughs> just to turn on the lights. I told me. Oh, <laughs> I love that. See, that's the moment. Yeah. That's what I want in the. F- oh, no. Damn. Wait, who's shooting? Oh, is that Whitmore's shooting? Yeah. Okay. I didn't expect shooting to start. I forgot about I that. I forgot, like, Jack doesn't know how to take cover. Um, Annie Oakley over here. <laughs> yeah, the water. It's weird because Man in Black should remember that John Locke told him to stay. Yeah, that's a good point. You're totally right. Wow. That's, actually, that seems like a bit of a hole in that exchange. Uh, what? That just seems like a problem there, like, mm-hmm. because he does very explicitly have all of Locke's memories. So, I don't know. Maybe we're just supposed to think he wasn't thinking about that at the time, or he was assuming it was someone else, or, or that know. Jack wasn't basing that on what Locke said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like it was Jacob or some other whatever person. So, like, pushing him in the water, like, made it seem like 
Oh, he left yeah, Claire. It's so weird. It's so weird because he he doesn't actually want to get on the sub. So it's like Sawyer's mm-hmm. whole plan of pushing him in the water. Like it seems like it maybe slowed him down, but like I don't know what would he have done if that hadn't happened. Well, what's interesting is what yeah, what would Man in Black have would he have gotten on the boat? And he goes, wait a minute, before we push off, I left my oven on. You guys go ahead and that, <laughs> and I'll catch up. But okay, so, but that's the thing. So it's not as simple as he has the bomb because he can't kill them outright. So he has to make it where they have to blow up themselves somewhere. They trigger it themselves. Even though, like, I feel like they also shouldn't be able to kill themselves. So it's just like, I don't know. They have to, like, accidentally trigger something that will kill them. It's Mm -hmm. it's really, it's really a, a bit much. Especially for something he rigged in, like, five minutes. But I have forgotten exactly how this thing works. Oh, is it like they think they have to disarm it, but disarming it makes it blow up? I think you're right. Yeah, there's no way they could really intuit that, the the reverse psychology of he wants us to kill ourselves, he can't. He can't kill us. So it'd be hard to factor it into your thinking of what to do here. Extra two extra minutes. Oh, no. Here we go. Yeah. Okay, they do get to this. That's the deal. Oh, they do get to this. Okay. Damn, Jack. Yeah, I don't know how much I think. It's weird. Like, Sawyer is Jack now. Yeah, totally. This is what Jack would have been in season one. I gotta do something. Yeah, and Jack's doing the lock thing. 
Mm-hmm. There we go. But yeah, that's the idea is like they have to think that they're disabling the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> so they're not trying to kill themselves, but it, that will actually be the only thing that makes it go off. Damn, Said. Yeah, that was our final moment. Mm-hmm. The weird thing, though, is, is, I mean, I, yeah, I'm not sure I'm how convinced I am that Jack could really have gotten to that train of thought so quickly, but some of those ideas, I think, make sense for him to think, but it was very well thought out. Um, it's a little, little awkward. Uh, but considering Desmond's still around and Claire's still around, it's still not like you know his complete plan in one fell swoop, right? Yeah, and they don't. Interestingly, he's okay with Claire not getting on, even uh-huh. though um. He let Saeed get on without mm-hmm. argument. There's <laughs> a lot of names going on here. <laughs> yeah, what do you think happened, Hurley? <laughs> Oh, this is dumb. Yeah, this, this is, is the thing dumb. that yeah. they can't solve. Like, what is in that cabinet? Oh right, it's not even enough. It wasn't even that. She got There's wrapped like some, up in like metal. Oh, stuff. that's right. So now they don't even have him to help. Yeah, where's Jacob when you need him? (laughs) 
Nothing to talk about here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, swimming. Yeah, I still hate how they their story ends. It's very disappointing. I, I, I guess because it wasn't for anything. It was, um, you know. I really think when they're alone, they shouldn't be speaking English anymore. I find this very awkward. Well, she forgot how to speak Korean. <laughs> no! <laughs> I only have one language now. One at a time. But yeah, I feel like this whole... This like... is like... Because it's like the Juliet thing, right? It's like yeah, Juliet, exactly but like, like in water, you know? Yeah. And like, I Jin just, it... himself. Yeah, I guess I just wish it was for some reason, you know, for like more than just about them, I guess, or something, or um, or, or even here, like if if Jen had said something like, you know, not that there's time for a lot of dialogue, but if he, you know, like uh, just some in, in intimation of like. There's, there's, there's something in this island I found. Well, I'll see you again or something. You know, just like mm -hmm. if there was something extra to what's happening here about the bigger scope of the story, um, you know, them finding each other after all this time of searching meant more than just that they got to say goodbye in that one moment here. You know, I wish it was something yeah. like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, there's really no culmination, and it's yeah, it's just a very arbitrary thing that happens. Mm -hmm. I mean, I do think their moment is 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 more, I don't know, dramatically satisfying than Saeed's is, but mm -hmm. that's not saying much. And then that was weird seeing them leave each other again separate in the water yeah i guess it's like so they can be reunited in the flash sideways I'm yeah sure. yeah which is something we don't really know at this point hey you just died <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's the other weird thing about it. it it's it almost undercuts that in a way yeah it does because you're like well here's jen here he's fine yeah yeah and i remember thinking that at the time but because we didn't know what the relationship was it didn't quite work the way it does when you actually know the answer and it's like oh they were just reunited that's fine mm -hmm. i mean you know gian was like what the fuck but you know Oh, he's going to tell a story. Mm -hmm. 
this is such a game they love doing with Flash Sideways. Like one line, ooh, feels like it has resonance with the story we know. No, it's a totally different thing. Yep. It's like, I think you're a candidate for a surgery. <laughs> I was in a plane crash. I had a yeah. pilot slice. Well, it could have been A15 because that's- Yeah, clearly. But it's like, you know, does he have a memory? You know, it's like, it feels like it's going to be relevant, but it's just like, no. This is almost like Locke blames himself for being in the wheelchair in the regular reality. And so in the flash sideways, he also constructs a way to feel guilty about his situation. Yeah. Yeah. He got rid of all the manipulation and all this like really yeah. horrible stuff that happened with his dad but yeah he is still to blame it's like even when his dad's not like a horrible person he's still like blaming himself for what happened whatever happened happened Let it go. Let it go. Yeah, yeah. That's a clue. That's a clue. Like accepting the surgery is like symbolic of lack proving that he's ready to move on. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what's Jack in the let go? Yeah, it's weird. The way he's talking, it's almost like he knows what's going on, but he really doesn't. Mm -hmm. Not yet, at least. Can't help you, John. I wish you believed me. There it is. Yeah. And I see what they're trying to do here. I see what they're trying to do here. What are they trying to do here? <laughs> They're trying to like call back to this thing, you know, that's what Locke said in his suicide note, even though he didn't actually kill himself in the end. And in the flash <laughs> sideways, they're like flipping it and having Jack say it to Locke in a in a context where he can actually listen. You know, it's like it's mm -hmm. like they both get some kind of redemption by flipping a script and getting like the chance to respond, you know, before the other one's dead. Like, I get that. I Like, in theory, I like that idea. I just, yeah, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's not really symmetrical in terms of what they're talking about, but yeah, it still resonates. Exactly. They're sea people now. <laughs> Is that water from his eye or a tear? Okay. Fine line here. Sawyer's so like, I'm just gonna pretend to be asleep still, so I don't have to <laughs> acknowledge the emotional deal with this. Here. Yeah, Jacob's a bitch. He did all this. I wanted you to have the choice. Ha. <laughs> You were broken before you came here, and so I broke you further. I had to break you some more. <laughs> yeah, you weren't broken enough. <laughs> I'm really just a sadist. Um, I'm Roman. Submarine? Yeah, I got a little lonely. Whatever you want. 
I did say you didn't want to be on the sub. It's so weird that he knows. This is weird that he I knows. remember thinking that at the time, like. It makes it seem like it's true that he can't leave until they're all dead. Like he's he can yeah. feel the barrier that they their 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 existence provides or something. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I wish that was true. It just is true in that moment. Yeah. 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 It doesn't. It doesn't quite. It doesn't quite work overall. Um, mm -hmm. But. Uh, uh but yeah story. yeah i just find that i find that odd um uh and i think I, on the larger level like the thing that's like the strangest to me is that um is that like we don't even we don't even know what the original plan was because it couldn't have been that actually we talked about that some in the um season six review podcast where we were reviewing Dr. Linus. Like, I forgot about this, but when he goes to recruit Ben, he's like, I'm gathering a group over on the Hydra Island, you know? And, mm. and we talked about it and we're like, it's weird because like, he never did that. And we're like, is he, <laughs> is he lying? Like, is he, you know what I mean? Does he want Ben to like go be captured and killed by Whitmore? Is he leading him to a trap? You know, like what, you know what I mean? Like, what was that? Or did he actually plan to go to the Hydra Island and he was surprised that Widmore showed up? But then, like, he sends Sawyer over there to do recon, supposedly for the Ajira passengers, but then Sawyer's like, you didn't send me over there for those Ajira passengers, did you? And he's like, no. And so then it's like, oh, he does know about Widmore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, I just got really confused about, like, what the plan was supposed to be and why this improvising <laughs> why oh were you explaining why i think so okay well then i got it um yeah i think that's an interesting i'm gonna chalk that up to a lindelof thing i feel like there's this weird thing about plans it's almost like um, that primer thing where, uh, or, you know, sometimes you get this in sort of, in some like time travel stories where the sort of uh, main timeline that you sort of start the story with, you realize was, wasn't ever really the original timeline, you know, it was already altered by things you'll see later that it ended up in the past, you know, so it's almost like, Right. The, the concept of the original plan it, it, it is like in a closed loop somewhere that's not really active in what actually happened because right. of how the story plays out, you know? So it's like, he sort of had an original plan, but you, you know, it, it it's, there was so, it was so never put into effect that like it right. doesn't even count. There's not even a hint of what it might have been. Yeah, and it seems like, and it would have been interesting if, if it was more. You know, I feel like the plan had you know four, three or four or five, six, seven turnabouts right in it, and it would have been interesting if we if we had gotten what he wanted the final goal to be, mm -hmm. and so that even though it's twisting and turning directions as it progresses towards that final thing. 
you know, at least we're under we're tracking what he wants to happen. I mean, we get that to the extent we know he wants to kill them, but in terms of like logistics, right? Uh, it would have been interesting to see if if he because so basically I'm saying like if several episodes ago or whatever he said, uh, you know, as he twirls his mustache, I'm gonna get all of them on a plane and let them fly off and there's a bomb that's going to go off in three minutes basically the the submarine plan but on the plane on the plane yeah which he knew about yeah and that's why he was gathering them on that island and all these right it would have it would have kind of tied some of these your points together but it would be interesting to see if like they could still do the switching of the plan and the new you know different different things happening and new plot points creating new possibilities and you know whatever but then we get to the end and he's still trying to make that plan happen. And then he, you know, does something different, but it, it's, yeah, the whole, it is, it's the same. There's this, there's this palpable quality to the storytelling on the show that you see in all of the major plot points where everything has that quality to it. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. like cabin, the swan station, yeah. the, uh, the Dogen and the the machine, the light, you know, the evil detecting machine, like the mm-hmm. the uh, the the temple water, you know, fountain thing. Right. Like everything has that patina of like, wow. Wonder what the original version was like, you know? Right, right. But it's it's written in such a way where like they're not really interested in the original it's like the original version never existed in this reality yeah uh yeah it's a weird it's like it's like you know again the time travel idea of like if you go back in time and kill your grandfather well now you live in a timeline where your grandfather's dead Mm -hmm. and different things are happening and you know but but you know but you come from a time where he was alive and you know what i mean so it's like this weird cutoff of like how yeah i don't know and it's and then everyone's just all over the place at this point it's you know people's motivations i feel like really break down uh this part of the season you know why they came back and how that relates to what they're doing now um and then what they kind of want in the future like jack's like i'm staying here and it's still like but why uh, they want to leave, and it's like, but why? Right, but he gets I mean, on the sub anyway, and so it's just like, it's like they want to insist on that thing because they want to like get this mm-hmm. point across because mm-hmm. it's a little bit it jars a little bit to have him like try to leave the island at the same time as he's like fulfilling his destiny well, by staying it's, there. It's also weird that he's not so much of a lock at this point that he's trying to convince other people to stay, right? Because that would be the ultimate version where he is aligned with that idea that they're there for a reason so much that he is, he can... Like, he would want to blow up the sub to stop them from leaving. Like, that's that'd Mm -hmm. be the lock thing. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you've never been more right. Yeah, that would be the (laughs) lock thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me, though. I'm glad you mentioned that. That reminds me, because I'm sure we talked about it at the time of this original airing of this episode of the idea of Locke next to a submarine and being wet because there was that oh, weird oh. Remember, there's that weird thing yeah. in season three when he goes to blow up the sub He's and we see him. Now, yeah, we see him and he like plants a bomb, but we don't see how he how, when he got in the water or why he would have gotten in the water yeah yeah we see him go inside i think and so yeah. like, i always assumed he planted the bomb inside yeah. the sub, which wouldn't require 
getting wet. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a weird did they intend for that? Is that a weird coincidence? Like, I don't know what to make of that. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's one of those things like, you know, on the show they've we've seen like people's consciousness time travel. Mm-hmm. And you know, water is a lot like consciousness. And um maybe it time traveled. So when Locke was waiting in season like three, the same thing. What was that? Or is consciousness like water? Or is it the same thing? Well, what would Bruce anyway. Lee say? I feel like we're verging into something pithy he said about <laughs> that. Um <laughs> uh, but yeah, maybe that's what happened. Maybe uh maybe yeah, in season three when Locke was wet, it was it was a temporal water from the future. That's like temporal, that temporal be <laughs> so cool, like in a way. <laughs> I, I wish I could believe it, but yeah, I I, can't do. I I do feel like at the very least, it's a strangely interesting coincidence mm-hmm. um, that there would be like symmetry there, especially because like the water thing is so irrelevant. Like, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like it almost feels forced that they, that they included it. So yeah it almost makes me want to come up with a better explanation because like it does very little he didn't want to get on the sub in the first place like probably if jack hadn't pushed him in the water he just would have you know know, fired back at the widmore team and like i I was thinking about that i was you know yeah i was thinking about why is he firing a gun instead of just turning into smoke monster mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm sure we said this previously but i'm reimagining the idea that he the water actually prevented him from turning into the smoke monster like being because oh. you know there's something about when he comes out of the water that i i feel like sawyer's plan worked there's something about I don't know. When he comes out of the water, he's so, con- you know, the consternation on his face. I feel like it was like, oh, yeah, Sawyer was right that 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 did something. And and so when Locke goes out and starts, you know, shooting the Woodmore people, now, you know, he's bulletproof. He doesn't need to sort of expend the energy and turn to the right. smoke monster. I think it's kind of for show, too, because yeah. like, he's trying to stall so he doesn't get on the sub and he wants, like, them to, like, leave him behind. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so yeah, but I was just thinking maybe that's maybe that's the thing. He's uh when he's wet. You know, and that's why he didn't want to fly over the Hydra Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, you know, I'd like that to be true. And it'd be nice if they would connect that to something, you know, like there's a cave in the water, you know, if there was some like association there uh with the origin of the smoke monster you know like why water is you know some kind of weakness or something like that i don't know i feel like there's almost a story there yeah like the the cork and the water somehow suppressing the the evil entity something could be yeah and that goes back to yeah the, the 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 metaphor of the wine bottle and the liquid and the and the cork and that could have been something there with the water yeah because uh, they left that whole thing open about the water and the light right working together yeah it's very vague but it does feel like that should be some kind of um opposing force or whatever to whatever the evil is or maybe they're all the same or whatever 
maybe it's just like kryptonite where it comes from the same place so that's why he's weak to it i don't know i thought that it could be a really boring scientific thing of like you know evaporation and condensation yeah you know just like just some weird thing about yeah well in order for him to turn to a smoke monster his particles have to evaporate and they can't do it when they're wet because they're too heavy not no they're spf 100 um (laughs) that has nothing to do with water um (laughs) Uh, because i was reminded of your old the smoke monsters nanobots theory Um, you know i'm a science guy i want every weird mystery just to be a star trek answer so i was hoping for nanobot i remember thinking We'd see a control room and like a mm. pad, and like you control the, yeah. the nanobot security system. I'm not entirely convinced that they didn't at least like play around with that idea a little bit mm-hmm. because I do feel like some of that stuff with, um, uh, you know, some of that stuff on the blast door map mm-hmm. and I, you know, the fence, and also just like the fact that the control the quote-unquote control that ben has is in a dharma house like i feel like there's at least a hint that like they had they had maybe an idea any i guess the other thing would be the idea of it being a security system Mm -hmm. you know it feels like there was a hit more than a hint there that it it could be some kind of technology yeah i don't think that was like uh, off base for the early part of the show because i think there were clues that but i think they just decided that's not what they wanted to do so it ended up just being Mm -hmm. all a lot of misleading stuff yep you know which they can always do because like no one ever has to be right about anything so you know even (laughs) if they've told us a bunch of like erroneous information they could just say well like how do they know like why would they be right and you know what like you're right but you know what else like <laughs> you wrote that thing and like you know like generally mm-hmm. like you that's how you convey information i mean you could do that shit with any you know story where it's like the character says that like how do you know that and it's true but it's also like that's how you convey information i mean no one you know i don't know anyway I, I i think they really should have been changing the subject a bit i think they really should have been more unified in what they're doing at this point and maybe maybe it's just i, I don't know i just feel like that whole sequence where they're like trying to get to the sub i mean that's what we've been wanting on the show forever right that yeah, yeah. Of them all like finally getting off the island together um and they did it once <laughs> And we're like, cool, let's do it for real this time and never come yeah. back. Yeah, you know, they did it the one time and it was more satisfying, really. It was a bigger moment. Um, yeah. And but it was tinged with tragedy because they left people behind. Oh, just like this one. huh? So, <laughs> but yeah, I, I do think, yeah, I totally agree that that's like a bigger problem. Um, mm-hmm. Another pivot I wanted to make from this was just talking about, uh, you know, we had some major character deaths here in this episode and um you know from watching the early part of the show like obviously like a lot was different early on and you know Locke was like super like interesting early on and and lost that really quickly but 
another thing that really stood out is like how great uh Saeed is in the early part of the show mm. you know like he's like such a uh go-to character for like a lot of reasons like like he never he never cares per se about uh the mysteries of the island but he does mm. care about like figuring out what's going on for practical purposes and yeah. so you know he when he sets out to explore the island because you know he's banishing himself because he mm -hmm. uh, tortures sawyer it's like it's like um a huge turning point like a lot of stuff comes out of that because mm -hmm. you know he's willing to you know and there's obviously the earlier stuff about the radio and i do feel like in this final scene that we see here you know with the bomb and it's like they are trying to call back to that era of Saeed, you know, with like the yep. transceiver and, and you know, all mm -hmm. of this like technical stuff that used to be like his go-to thing. Yeah. Uh, it felt kind of half-hearted and not really earned. And I felt like they also lost track of what his arc was this season. Like, mm -hmm. it immediately like... switches. He... Yeah. And it was unacknowledged, you know, mm -hmm. like... Like, they were all, like, you know, oh, Saeed, like, he's, like, too far gone, like, whatever, you know, but, like, no one, I don't know, no one didn't trust him. There was no, there was no weird moment there where it's, like, we've well, been working with the smoke monster for a while, like, you know, like. Well, because they, because they're in the middle of working with the smoke monster, too. I mean, they right. almost immediately after, I don't know if you can trust Saeed, it's, like, yeah, the smoke monster's saving her butt, like. He's around, you know what I mean? And even in this scene, they're all trying to sneak on the sub together. Now they have like a, you know, sub plan here. Wow, pun intended. Sub plan. Um, nice. They have a sub plan to their sub plan, uh, which is Sawyer's plan. Um, <laughs> 15 years. Finally said something new. Um, I think. I don't think I said that before. Um, anyway. Uh, so we've got the proof um i'm losing my point my point was they should be more, yeah sub plan they, sh they should be more unified here into their goal and i just think oh but back to saeed yeah 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 so saeed um i think you're right they completely lost track of whatever they were doing when he came back from the dead whatever that was supposed to be about i still don't understand and then you're like yeah well he 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 goes off on this like heroic moment but two scenes before they don't know if they can trust him right but but it also yeah. is moot because they don't have a choice right that's what also is weird about a lot of these scenes revolving around the group dynamics and and, and man in black and stuff is like they don't really have a lot of choice so it kind of doesn't matter if they trust him or trust right. who they have to kind of do whatever's in front of them. And they also aren't really motivated by any very strong desires themselves for most of the characters here. So if Man in Black says, hey, we're going to go do this thing, they're like, yeah, okay. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, Kate's like, bitch, I don't know. I came back for Claire. I don't know what's up with her. My plan's done, I guess. Mm -hmm. I guess I can leave the island now. That was the only reason I was here. I you feel know? actually, now that you say that, I feel like maybe that's why Kate gets shot. So they can dodge the issue of like Claire not being there. 
Like, yeah, he would, he wouldn't want to leave with Claire. She would not want to leave without Claire. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, I was thinking about that because I'm like, I just find it, it's a bit odd. She didn't even say, did she even say, like, where's Claire? I don't remember her saying that. I do feel like she should have, but yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not sure that that happened. I feel like when they said we're son and Jen, that's the moment they should have said, what about Claire? Yeah. Kate should have said, and Claire too, and then Jack could have said, no, Claire. Claire didn't get on the sub. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that makes me... Yeah, and then we get back to this thing with Claire, because now she's going to be upset that they left her again. Right. Oh, Uh, God. and And it's almost like the whole weird thing where her character starts out with, like, this whole idea of her giving up Aaron for adoption, you know, base, you know, quote unquote, maybe abandoning him. She did say it for the record. She did say, "Where's Claire?" And then what happened? Uh, Jack says she's still up there, and Kate says oh. he can't leave without her. And oh, okay, we were talking over that then. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. So they do, they do acknowledge it before. Okay, okay, makes yeah. sense. Um, yeah. But I think, you know, because she's incapacitated, there's not, like, an extra thing of, like, she's yeah. going to go back and, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's... Um, but, yeah, I was just saying, you know, the thing with Claire is interesting because the way her character starts out, this idea that she's giving up Aaron and whether or not that, you know, she's abandoning him, this whole <laughs> abandonment thing is is what she is play, playing out, but, like... Yeah, and Christian, too, like... Yeah. Abandonment there yeah 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 good point so it's a weird it's an interesting thing of like her and what does that mean i guess i guess the victory over abandonment issues is is not is being okay by yourself or or you know what i mean or reconciling mm-hmm. those feelings so it seems like she should she sh- i don't know it's almost like she should walk away from everybody right and that would be her character growth or something uh or like that's almost what happens strangely okay okay <laughs> you know just in terms of going off with the smoke monster i mean technically yeah. she was with him but like she removed herself from most people yeah 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 it would have been interesting for her and yet she still viewed it as an abandonment so but but that was the thing yeah she was not in a good place when she did that that was by it has to be uh by it was still by necessity right because everybody had left so it had to be by choice it was before everybody left i i think it's something that's very confusing um you know she's with sawyer and miles at the time and uh you know uh, it just in the middle of the I night. I mean, she leaves. She she leaves them before they leave the island. But I mean, at a certain point, soon after they are gone, right? And she's left alone and has to continue sort of being alone. I think that's yeah. where the abandonment starts, right? Even though she technically abandoned Aaron herself. Like, she, I, the, this will never cease to bother me. That like you know she didn't really like the only time we see her after that like you know when she sees Locke, like she didn't seem concerned about finding any of them she she knew that that was was trying to move the island and christian is like don't tell anyone you saw her you know and she doesn't really react to that so it's just like i just feel like there's like a missing bit there where it's like she never really seemed to acknowledge the effect that you know the smoke monster christian lock or whatever like was having like 
it, it, she, it, she made it like like the other people just like left her on the beach or something and then and then the smoke monster showed up after they were gone you know that's what happened <laughs> <laughs> not to mention the helicopter thing which i always felt like should have happened mm-hmm. uh that's like yeah unresolved plot line number 73 basically um but the thing i was gonna say um yeah i yeah claire's arc is unsatisfying but she's not dead yet at least so um i was just gonna say uh in terms of saeed i feel like uh just thinking through him on the show that like it was season three where he started like losing his way Mm -hmm. like maybe it was even earlier than that but i feel like they got a lot of mileage out of his interactions with ben henry gale you know in season two um it really gave him like something to do and that you know that had a lot of weight and was relevant to the plot and so on and again like said in said mode you know trying to get information like investigating figuring things out and really pushing the story forward. And I feel like that's part of why I really gravitated to his character early on. I think I think in season three, like it just, it, there's still a little of that lingering, but it really feels like they've run out of ideas for what to do with him by the end. And so he's just like there on the beach and like, we'll have him kill another with his legs and that'll be cool. But like, he, he's not really contributing much mm-hmm. to the storyline anymore. You know, he's just like, you know, and you could also see the Fatch and the Famp as as a manifestation of an early version of that as well. But I remember yeah. I, uh, when I was listening to the Missing Pieces podcast, we were talking about Saeed. I was like, I think Saeed might die this season because it feels like his story's over, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like what they did is they made up this Ben plot, this plot where he's going to kill people for Ben. And that's the thing that he's been running on for you know, the whole, you know, rest of the show. But I felt like they didn't come to a conclusion. It really didn't. It never, and it never really worked in the first place. Like, even just the middle part didn't work. Like, it, you know, the initial setup was intriguing, but like, it's just so ridiculously muddled what was going on there. Uh, And we talked about it at the time, like, was he killing the people you know, did Widmore kill Nadia? Was he killing the people to protect the Oceanic Six? Was he killing the people to protect the mm-hmm. people who were left behind on the island? Was it both? Like, was yeah, I feel it- like there's a version where, where you know, after all the killing Saeed did, like somebody sits him down and was like, Saeed, we've got footage of what happened, and it's Saeed doing all the killing, and like there are no Widmore men, and he <laughs> killed Nadia. You know what I mean? It's just like oh he created his own like persona, and like is this all in his head or something? Because yeah, it's so it's so weird because it seems like the the point would be you know going from where Saeed started as a torturer for the Iraqi National Guard or Republican Guard, and um. And then denouncing that after meeting Nadia and then and then hating his torturous ways and then coming to the island and a torturing Sawyer and hating that again. And then now going to Ben and then killing for hire, but in this case to protect, seemingly protect his friends and he, re- he realizes that wasn't quite true. So once again, he, he's been manipulated into being a murderer 
right? So then we flash forward to Locke, which again is like, okay, here's a test again. Like, is someone going to manipulate you into doing bad things or not? And it seems like that's the, but but he just like gives up at that point because he's the zombie for, for some reason. Mm-hmm. And and it never, it, it's never clear to me what what his arc is supposed to be about and and where does it really solidify um the you know the way he dies here goes to that idea that you know he would give his life to protect you know his friends or whatever Mm -hmm. um i wish there was you know i don't really like how that scene plays out there's really too much too many characters and too many story threads happening in the scene with the bombs going up they really make that feel satisfying which is why sawyer just like pulls the thing and we just move the plot forward yeah Uh, because the longer scene saeed would have tried some things and whatever but um you know it also reminds me of the michael scene on the freighter uh i feel like i feel like i wanted man in black to say you can go now it's yeah Yeah. totally totally Uh, but so yeah, Saeed, yeah, he they they really kind of mess him up, uh, after you know season five and six, and you're just like, I don't know what the point it's almost like what should have happened was after he dies, he finds his humanity finally, but that's not what happened. I just I feel like that should have been thematically what they depicted, and it should have been like this counter intuitive idea or something like that like when he was alive and human he was inhuman because he was he, he was man- able to be manipulated and able to torture and kill but then once he dies and is resurrected and 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 then comes into some realization about some I, I, fill in the blank writers right i don't know i don't want to do that all your work for you but you know, then he then he becomes the most human he's ever been, and uh, and then that looks like however it looks like in some plot driven way. Yeah, uh, I wish that would have somehow been the storyline. You know, um, you know, some some reconciling of like just just what his whole life meant, um, and it gets muddled because he's got this violent torturer storyline and he's got the love for nadia slash shannon storyline and the nadia one's related and the shannon one is like tangentially related Mm -hmm. um and so you don't really get this strong overlap about what the point really is as far as i can tell yeah 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 no i agree i i do think like a major point they're trying to make is that is that you know people are like manipulating him in various ways into doing various kinds of violence i think they they don't do a good enough job of distinguishing between the idea of like killing people versus torturing them i feel like those are different things but whatever like i can put that aside i think like that's the thing they were trying to hang the story on and i totally agree that there is no resolution for that at all and (laughs) and i think so it's like it's an internal journey for him so like the details of why he was killing the people and stuff don't really matter but then the internal Mm -hmm. journey doesn't really conclude either so it's like that makes me even more irritated that the details don't matter as i'm thinking now i'm thinking 
wait a minute, they're right here with Widmore right now. And Saeed, like, shouldn't he still be like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm just confused again. Shouldn't he still be like pissed off about Nadia being killed? Like if he thinks Widmore was behind that, like they're like no. right there. It's like, no, Nadia, no. No, don't talk about the obvious. Look over here. Pay no attention to the plot point behind the curtain. <laughs> I just like I I I feel like I haven't thought about that before, but it's just it's a bit odd. Like they're they're like right here, ground zero for like that whole story. You're gonna make me throw up. Like, are you the economist? Were you the economist? Like I don't oh, know. God, now I'm really gonna vomit. Yeah, I want I want those answers so much. I want that scene so badly. I'm nauseous. Like, uh, or excuse me, I'm nauseated. Correctly. Yeah, I know. Don't don't say you're nauseous, people. That means you cause nausea. You have to say you're nauseated. Um, <laughs> I hope that's right. That's what I learned. Um, don't. I learned it from you. So who knows? I know, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, if you say it's true, then I believe it because I learned it from you. Mm -hmm. Now it's a closed loop. Um, who learned it from whom? Uh, but yeah, I, I think you're right. Like I, it, because again, that that's the thing I want as as a very pedantic person when it comes to storytelling is mm -hmm. I want the scene when where Sai goes, oh, Widmore's here. Well, that motherfucker, let me at him. And then yeah. he, and he storms up to Widmore, and then they have a, the, you know, he, you know, the classic scene where he, he sucker punches him, and they tussle, and then they, they, you know, everybody pulls him apart, and then he's like, "What's the matter with you, son?" And he's like, "You killed Nadi." He goes, "I didn't kill anyone." You know, whatever, like yeah. that scene where we get some resolution to that thing, um, you know that would have been that would have just been amazing to have that um connection to that input you know that that extra perspective on that story like for Widmore to actually comment on his perspective on all that thing oh could you imagine Widmore going you know you were the assassin taking out all of my men one by yeah, one yeah i don't think he even knows that yeah like it's crazy and, and then then imagine Wedmore's face when he realizes, and you go, "Why would you do that, <gasps> Benjamin Linus?" Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. it have been like, you know, like a rat eating cheese. Um, right, right. His cheese eating grin, his rat-like <laughs> cheese eating grin. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's that gets my skin tingling. Like that whole idea. I feel like I don't know if we've mentioned that before. Um, I don't think we have. I, yeah. I, I I'm really surprised. I I never really thought about the connections there. But what it makes me think in general is like, let me try to frame this the right way. Like, okay, so I'm just gonna throw in a couple details here. So like, you you remember the episode from season for the other woman about Juliet and, you know, Ben is like obsessed with her and like she has an affair with Goodwin and mm -hmm. then he sends Goodwin to be killed and he's like, you're mine. And, you know, it's, it's a weird episode. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then like, there's a whole thing at the, at the, uh, what was it called? The, the wind tunnel? No, sorry. What was that Tempest. station called? The Tempest. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it has something to do with wind. No, the tropical depression? No. Uh, yeah. The wind tunnel. That doesn't sound good. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. At the Tempest where like they have to disable the gas and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Whatever. It doesn't yeah. even matter. But, um, 
just to say, I remember in season six, someone asked uh, on the, the official podcast, they were like, is Ben ever gonna like acknowledge like Juliet's death? You know, like you had this whole episode where he's like obsessed with her. And then like, mm. you know, they were like, is there ever gonna be? And they were like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's probably not gonna happen. Or so, you know, they just kind of brushed it off. And and I'm just gonna throw another thread out here and then I'll, then I'll draw it together. So um, uh, I've always felt uh, when I watch Fire Walk With Me, Twin Peaks Fire Walk With Me, that mm -hmm. through the course of the series, they piled on so many things into the investigation to like mm -hmm. uh, draw out the story and stuff that like when it came time to show it, when it came time to like portray that time period of mm -hmm. Laura Palmer's life, it was like, it was overloaded with shit. And therefore yeah. they had to cut some of it because they didn't, like there was just no way for one person to do all of those things mm -hmm. in a way that was coherent and that mm -hmm. like made sense. Without like teleportation technology. And exactly. And so I feel like, I feel like Lost maybe is partially in that position where they've, mm -hmm. they've built so many threads over the years and they don't have time to properly pay them all off. Like for example, the Ben and Widmore conflict mm -hmm. is barely addressed in this season mm -hmm. only very briefly ben gets to shoot Whitmore. like that's all they had time for mm -hmm. you know after their like epic you know decades long feud that was like you know a huge part of the engine for what was going on in the show like they mm -hmm. barely have time for that and so i feel like saeed Said's thing with Widmore is just a casualty of the fact that there's a mm -hmm. lot of these threads they've built up that they they do not feel that they have time to do and do the story that they want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like yeah. that's what's going on. But of course, the, I think that's definitely true. But what the result of that is a lack of paying off those threads. Mm -hmm. And paying off threads is how you make a character arc so that you know like i completely agree with you they don't have time for it but what it means is ultimately they don't have time to finish these character arcs yeah make things feel like we understand why they even have because it's one thing to for something to like if it matters or not to the major to the main story but to me there's another set of questions just about like well what was the point of that because obviously mm -hmm. there's some things that just happen to the characters, you know, oh, we got to find food or, oh, we're going to move to the, to the light, to the cave, you know, oh, now we're going to move back to the, you know, there's just, there's certain things that are just like plot logistics and there's things that are storylines that they're telling about the characters and without something at the end to button it up, it's, it becomes unclear what the point was. And you just get like some ideas. So Saeed tortures some people sometimes, and some sometimes he was often manipulated to murder. Sometimes he was very helpful with investigations. He had an inquisitive mind. He uh, he was good with his hands. You know, he he loved Shannon. He loved Nadia. You know, it's like here's a bunch of stuff, right? But that's yeah. not a character arc. That's it doesn't really have a shape. It's just like a pile of things. It wasn't the shape of things to come. It was the shape of things that never arrived. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I, t I agree. And actually the outrigger was another example of that where they mm -hmm. basically just admitted like they didn't have the ability to work that into the story. And mm -hmm. it is like, yeah, did they need another season? Like to, to did they just end it too quickly? Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's like, did they just introduce too many storylines to begin with? Should they have paired back a little earlier on so they didn't like run into this problem later of not having time to fulfill mm -hmm. the things they started? Like, I don't know exactly what the right answer is, but clearly something wrong. I think a very easy, and maybe this is oversimplifying how they could have written the story, you know, realistically, but something very easy, like if you could step back from the show and say, the main point of the show was about a group of strangers who are pulled against their will to a mysterious island that has fantastical properties. And as they try to survive and escape slash find their purpose, right? Um, some will want to leave and some will stay um they you know discover um a um person <laughs> entity being um you know uh who, who they find to be dangerous right uh if this person escapes the island that will be bad for the world and you know these you know so so you know and i'm really oversimplifying i'm making it a comic book story basically <laughs> uh you know so basically you know as they struggle to stop this person from leaving you know they each contribute in their own way towards the ultimate goal right and and the way i the reason i sort of oversimplify it that way is to to now make this example of like okay take Saeed's storyline right take his death right if i think it it would be okay that he he doesn't have a very crystal clear arc as far as the details of what he mostly was upset about the loves of his life and the whole torturing murder violence things right it would be i think it would be it would, we still wouldn't like it but less would i guess i guess the it would be less importance on that therefore it'd be more okay that it's not perfect if instead what we what we were satisfied with was how he contributed to the final goal of the larger group which is stopping mm -hmm. man in black right yeah so so his heroic in at the moment of saving jack and and kate and, and hurley and sawyer right by by taking the bomb out of the room enough for it it's not to kill everyone in the room right like that would have been like wow okay there that that was his journey his journey led him from this person who you know started off the show as sort of a loner and not trusting anybody and and a torturer who you know doesn't care about you know whatever you'd say and then he ends up this other way right and and sort of in that oversimplistic way it would feel symmetrical and like they they made a statement right they, they they'd said something concrete about him but uh but because the show isn't really about that even though it's like those things you know they the characters do things and man of black has stopped right in a very right. general way yeah that, that, that's there but it's not really what the plot is 
right. um, in, a, in in that in that like Avengers way where everybody knows the point is to stop staying. It's not like, you know, could you imagine if Iron Man's like, well, should, should we be stopping Thanos? Like, I don't know. I haven't heard it. Uh, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like it'd be like, yeah. it'd be weird if like three out of the eight Avengers or whatever, weren't sure about the plan or who was good or bad. Right. Like that's not how those stories can work. Um, and what's weird yeah. is lost is that kind of story sometimes. Um, so you want it to play out in that way. Again, like you want the incident to mean something. You want Jughead to have done something concrete and explainable. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so it's weird. So, again, you know, Sun and Jin, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I was going to bring up Sun and Jin because I think, I actually think Sun and Jin in a way are similar to Desmond and Penny in that, I feel like their story was complete, you know, once they sort of reconciled. So like, it's, it's when you look at the overall shape of it, it does feel like, it does feel like a lot of dragging their feet. Like I think initially, you know, they had a lot of conflict, a lot of interesting elements to their story. This whole backstory of like the, you know, they came from different worlds. It was a, you know, a marriage across class lines and, and, and her father didn't, you know, respect Jin, but he allowed him to work for him, mm -hmm. but he gave him these horrible things to do. So which like, had nothing to do with the Island, which had nothing to do with the Island. No, none of that was related. All that interesting stuff had nothing to do with any of that. Island. No, no, of course not. Uh, and then, you know, as a result of that, like the marriage becomes, bad and so son like tries to like learn english so she can like run away and like that's the mm -hmm. so when they get to the island like they're at this like maximum level of conflict or maybe not quite but close mm -hmm. and you know it's sort of like gradually like reconciling to the point where then jen is on the raft and then they get separated again mm -hmm. at the point where they've kind of made up and so then it's like oh we gotta you know we got to find each other again like that's the thing and so then in season two you know that with the tail section like jen finally comes back they're reunited mm -hmm. yay um the next beat they have in the story is the whole thing about baby and gian you know and and the issues with the pregnancy in season three so that's kind of that's that's a little arc that happens but it really feels like sort of once Jin comes back, once they're reunited, like basically their story's over, like they're at that Desmond and Penny point mm -hmm. and they struggle to come up with it. I mean, you know, they try to tie it in with the, the drama about, about um, pregnancy in, in season mm -hmm. three, but, um, but, you know, it never really comes to any, it was kind of fake. Like they didn't really intend to do anything with that. It was just like wow. an attempt to, turn it into some fodder for an episode but like ultimately there was no connection fodder for frama there you go and i feel like their next move is well shit separate them again you know yeah. like that's all we got well, yeah and that's like, like you're saying that's the pity desmond thing yeah because that's what the whole that's the tension of like you know star-crossed lovers or whatever is like them being apart so uh or like the well like sun and jen are star but then become like the perfect lovers like 
uh, Desmond and Penny. Uh, well, I guess they're a little bit. They're from the whole different classes too thing. It's the same. Yeah, story. it's really <laughs> same story. It's really close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of amazing how close it and is. It's fun. I wonder, maybe, maybe that's so funny. Oh my god, I want to see this version of Lost where it's kind of a comedy. Where like Widmore, because you know Widmore and Pack know each other. <laughs> the yeah. dads know each other. So yeah. imagine like Widmore, they're in a they're on the golf course with each other, you know, and, and uh Widmore is like, Oh, Pack, oh, you never guess my daughter's dating this bum. <laughs> and then Pac's like, Hey, I got a plan, I got something you can do. <laughs> Same thing happened to my daughter. Let me tell you what I did. <laughs> Oh man, I yeah. can totally see. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then you give him a watch and you tell him to take it to Los Angeles. <laughs> I don't have any watches, but I do have a sailboat that he could use in a solo race around the world <laughs> to prove himself. Yeah, it's weird how that's the same story. I don't know if that gets enough attention. That no, it's the same archetype. Um, yeah, yeah, it is, it is very odd. And, and like, a, Penny and Desmond never fell out of love with each other. Right, right, right. They didn't have like the bad, but they didn't have the bad period because Whitmore mm-hmm. never actually accepted Desmond. Like even you know, to any extent. It's so funny you say that because that that goes back to our, the problem we kind of identify with Penny and Desmond after they leave the island and they have little baby Charlie. Is he's perfect? He's happy. Yeah. He has no reason to come back to the island, so he's so yeah. he. He's dragging his feet the whole time of this season, so it's really unsatisfying. And that's actually what should have happened, right? Is that that seesaw effect, right? Where like, or the pendulum effect, where like, just like you said, like they they skipped the bad times because they were apart from each other, so they just you know only had the idealized version of their partner in their head the entire time they're away from each other and trying to find each other. So so it's like when they get back together, then they sh- you know they should have had the bad time. So there should have been that thing again where like when Desmond's having he sh- you know like his his dreams about the island and all that kind of stuff that he had a couple times like that should have been causing problems in their relationship. You know, and they could have mm-hmm. been the classic thing. Go, oh, Des, you left the island, but you've never really left the mm-hmm. island. You know, yeah. Uh, I thought when you, you know, oh, Penny, I, you know, when I came back, I thought I'd never think about that place, but I can't, you know, whatever. So yeah. it's, you're right, like that should have been where they have the conflict, thus prompting him to come back to the island to resolve whatever right. that would have been, so he can go back home and be completely like, you know, it could have been the the same thing. I left those people behind, right? You know, yeah. uh, and and yeah. I can't, you know, Charlie. You know, especially because they, you know, made it clear Charlie had an important connection to him. And, you know, so he could have said Charlie would have mm-hmm. never forgiven me for leaving Claire or something. You know, oh, maybe, God. maybe that's yeah, the I mean, wish. He comes back for Claire and Kate comes back for some other reason, you know. Um, or he, does he see Claire this season? I got I got to watch that because that's a good point. I, that fucking helicopter thing. Mm-hmm. I, that's so annoying to me. <laughs> That they don't pay that off but yeah. yeah as you're talking what i was thinking was like there's like there's like two options i'm thinking about for sun and jen i feel like if they wanted to end here i mean i don't know it was it was okay i feel like it's a bit repetitive um i just i kind of feel like it's it's been 
I feel like it's just too drawn out for the second um, separation. I feel like they should have died, like, if they were going to die like this, they should have died after the first separation and when they got back together and and then, like, just skip G on. The other option that occurs to me is they both get off the island with G on and they're like off the show, like Walt or something, you know, mm -hmm. like that's the end of their story. They don't want to come back to the island. They're happy, et cetera. Like, that's Desmond and Penny's story. It's Desmond and Penny. <laughs> exactly. I know I'm you're totally taken. right. Hey, taken. why not? I mean, but they already, yeah, I know. No, but then I just you don't feel get like the tragedy. you don't get the, yeah. Yeah, it's a, but it's just, it's very awkward. It's like, I get the idea that they're going for here, but like, you know, like Jen didn't, uh, I don't know. I, it does make it worse that they have a daughter out there who has yeah. no clue what's happening. And it just seems like a casualty. And they don't even talk about it. I feel yeah, like it's, it's a casualty of bad writing or, or like the choices that they, the limited choices they had, you know, at the time. Yeah, like I could live with them choosing it, but it's just super awkward to me that they don't even bring it up. Like, you know, like I, I, he did. Didn't he say he saw a picture of her or something? What did he say? They, they, they talk about her earlier in the episode, but I mean, when they're when he's gonna choose to die with her? Yeah. You know, I feel like there should at least be some words exchanged about that. Uh, yeah. You know, son said, "Not just save yourself, but go to our daughter." Yeah, yeah. And but, if he's gonna if he say no, he needs to respond to that. That's why they didn't say it, because he couldn't have said no to that. Right. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem. But I, but that but then it just hangs over the whole scene. It's it's like the sonic fence between them, where it's just like, why are you putting, you know, like like by not acknowledging this, like you're making it worse, you know? Uh -huh. Like like don't I don't know. I, sonic yeah. fences work when you don't acknowledge them, they get worse. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what you're saying. Yeah. So I guess option three is like don't don't kill them both off here just have one of them die and well i think option four is no i well there's option four which is make their deaths be for a reason yeah you could do that too <laughs> i mean it's, you know yeah, yeah I, i'm i'm like assuming that we have to keep all the other stuff the same but uh -huh. but yeah like you know trying to make tweaks but yeah i mean ultimately that would be better that's true for saying too like it's a very lame death like i'm gonna carry this bomb from here to there and that's my death uh, it was weird to me that he didn't try to close one of the the doors which are curious mm -hmm. for stopping things from going to one room to another uh, yeah and and i thought maybe that but i guess the it wouldn't have necessarily flooded so they needed the flooding thing so right you know i mean they did it for what the story they need to tell obviously but um you know we wish the story was different um very much yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's weird i but I, but again i think like that idea of saeed trying to be a hero at the end i wish they had connected that to some regret that he had about what he had done you yeah. know like when he was like i just wish uh, if he if he had said something to man in black a few episodes ago about like you know you've made me a zombie but i'm still human or something you know something where he he's resolved to fight against what he thinks is 
something he can't actually change, you know, or something like he can't disavow that he was brought back from the dead seemingly by man in black. Okay, great. But that doesn't, you know, at the beginning, you know, so then you have a little mini arc where he succumbs to that reality and he thinks I just have to do what this guy says. And I'm just a zombie and woe is me, Saeed in the well, right. Or whatever. But like, uh, the, the, um, part two would be him saying, no, 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 no. I still can make choices. And, and, and a person is good because of the choices that they make, not because of what a machine says. Right. So if I so if I make a good choice, I can be a good person. And so if he had it had the last few parts beats to his story, be looking for that opportunity to prove to himself that 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 that's who he was at the very end. I'm not the torturer. The military made me. I'm not the assassin. Ben made me. I'm not the zombie. Yeah, man in black made me. I am who I choose. You know, like that would have been cool, man. Great character art, great defined storyline. I get it. It makes sense. It works. Um, it, it it ties through the thread through all his major storylines, you know. Uh, but yeah. that's what's missing is that like the reflection, I think a lot of times is what's missing with their character arcs is is them able to look back and say this is what I was before and this is what I'm choosing to do now. And a lot of times they don't, you know, in, in a lot of movies and, in you know, in most stories you get, you get that in the climax, right? The matrix, you know, uh, when, when agent Smith is, is, is seemingly beating, beating Neo when he calls him Mr. Anderson, you know, and he's like, my name's Neo. You know what I mean? Like those mm-hmm. moments where it's like the audience is feeling the cyclical nature of the arc, right? And it's coming back. The the flaw, the problem that they had before is now representing itself for the final time to, to, to give the character an opportunity to show, to demonstrate an action, whether they have changed or not, right? And, right. Um, or, and to show specifically how much they've changed, right? So um, it's weird when, you know, we get we get shortchanged with that a lot of times with characters at the end of the this season, you know. And again, like I think Saeed running with the bomb thirty paces is like literally a great example of that. Like, yeah, you know, they didn't have time to 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 make it be, you know, because thinking about how Michael died, right? Like he he had time to acknowledge the sacrifice yeah. he was making. Um, yeah, yeah. And, not everyone got to know the sacrifice he made, but he got to know what he was doing and actually how it tied to his guilt about Anna Lucy and Lily. Yeah, there was a whole episode where he really got to wallow in that guilt, and mm-hmm. and and I do feel like they connected those dots way better with even though I think Michael's story is unsatisfying, but not nearly as much as this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. actually quite a lot better. And it, it does show like the part yeah. that Michael Third is unsatisfying is his afterlife. The That's after what we stuff. wrote him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean, yeah, like I was still like somewhat disappointed even before that with the season four, but yeah, it, it does like it's also so much worse. I, I just thought of a cool scene that 
I don't know how this would ever make any sense to be on the show, but I just thought it'd be so cool to have a scene where, like, right before Man in Black dies, uh, Michael, Ghost Michael, shows up and says, you can go now. Oh, man. Oh, my God. I would love that. I would love that. I don't know how that would make any sense, but that would be the coolest thing ever. You can go now. (laughs) Bitch. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. No, I wish they cared to do something like that. That would be great. Mm-hmm. That would be fucking great. Yeah, so I was going to say, I do think, like, the internal struggle of Said is very underplayed. You know, his his final um, uh, centric episode is the one where he really, like, turns to the dark side officially. And, uh, <laughs> you know, but between, like, now, between then and now, this episode we just watched, like, we've really just seen him fairly robotically mm-hmm. follow the man of black's orders. The only mm-hmm. other scene that we had was the one where the man of black tells him to go kill Desmond. And he has that brief scene with Desmond where, you know, he's like, he brought me back. So maybe he can bring Nadia back. And then Desmond's mm-hmm. like, what you going to tell her? You know? And it's like, okay. So like, you know, that's the closest we get really to a Saeed mm-hmm. reflective moment. That's, that's where it's that's the pivot point. That should have been it. It should have been yeah. more a question of um, he should have said something like, hey brother, and once you see her again, would she recognize the man you become or whatever? Yeah. You know, and then boom. Now he's confronted with the fantasy of seeing her again and reconciling the reality that he's a dumb zombie. Yeah, and he, he she would be scared. She wouldn't recognize who he is, and it's it, it it's not what he wants. He doesn't want to be with her as he is. He wants he would want to be with her as the man he was, and that the man she wants, right? And that would necessitate him being good, <laughs> and yeah. and doing good things, and therefore he would be looking for an opportunity to to do that, and to sacrifice himself to go out like that, um, to prove against all available evidence uh that he's not evil just because a machine said he was like to me that seems really powerful because it actually really ties together Mm -hmm. the idea that he's that what he's really been fighting against is other people's perception of him yeah yeah even though he he fulfills that perception by believing in it and doing it um but but that that's what he needs to learn is 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 how to break that pattern right and uh and yeah that that would have been yeah that would have again it's that thing where they walk up to the line of a really great thing to do and they don't choose to do it yeah i think it's also a time problem where Mm that that scene is supposed to accomplish like the whole idea of what you're describing and it's so Mm -hmm. quick like it just can't really come to terms with this whole arc and like bring it to a satisfying conclusion and you know the follow-up to that is back to zombie say like he doesn't act any differently until they're on the point. and so that's my point i definitely agree about the time is always an issue but 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 they could have made that that those those few interim scenes after that conversation with Desmond and before he blows up, they could show Saeed being different. They could show, yeah. they could have shown him, you know, even when, you know, I forgot if, 
how that the the staging of that scene but like even when when uh, uh sawyer is telling jack yeah he's uh man in black's not getting on the sub or whatever when he hears there's an insurrection against man in black that's a moment for saeed to agree and we can yeah. at least go oh okay he's putting this a new yeah. action yeah a new a new i thought you were with him i'm only with myself or whatever you know whatever like whatever yeah hey but i but I, I think those would have been the moments that even though they didn't have time for the long didactic scenes i'm like wanting like those the the time that they did show him still could have been presented with better utilized ideas yeah of, yeah, I totally agree. I I also feel like the fact that, you know, the thing he says before he dies is like, you know, Desmond's in a well, uh, Van and Black put him there, he's probably important or something, you know, like, first mm-hmm. of all, like, he hasn't shared that information before now, and then, you know, it's gonna be you, Jack, I don't know, he has this weird, well, He was like, gonna leave the island without Desmond? Yeah, that's going to leave Desmond in a well or what? Looks like it. Yeah, it just, it makes it weird because it's like, you never mentioned this before now. Why are you mentioning this now? And it's like, he has some weird well, flash. It's... I feel like there's a hint that he's going through something there, but it, it's it's such a tiny hint because it's so quick. I mean, I, I, yeah, I just don't know what to make of that at all. You think he's changing or something in that moment? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it feels like a radical transformation has 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 come over him. Well, it seems like he's about to die, and the yeah. characters need a clue of what to do for their end game next. And... Yeah, but it's like being about to die, like changed the game in terms of what he thought that he should share with the group. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that's interesting i don't know is it is it merely the fact that the man in black was clearly gonna kill him as well does that like break down his loyalty you know uh is that the final straw well i guess maybe that's it yeah the idea that oh he was just gonna kill me therefore not not fulfilling bringing back the promise of yeah yeah whoever yeah i guess i guess it's actually shannon but whatever it doesn't even matter like giving him the thing he wanted yeah, you know, like clearly isn't going to happen. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's weird to know if that's the idea. If is it just well, I was going to tell you guys anyway. There just wasn't a good time yet, or mm-hmm. or yeah, I'm I'm not on his side anymore because because he did that. like disobey the order by not killing Desmond, but he didn't tell anyone about it. So he's like he's like halfway between, you know, betraying the man in black and oh, still yeah. working. And for I guess. Him. Yeah, maybe there's a logistic thing where he hasn't just he doesn't want to say it necessarily because yeah, it's a secret like that he does want Man in Black to know that he didn't. Right. Know yeah. And they've been they've been around him for most of his time. That so. is true. That is true. Yeah. So maybe it's just sort of a logistic thing, but it's yeah, I just wish Saeed would have woken up before this scene. Uh yeah. then we could have seen something it's uh, too late i i think by the time we're at this point it's too late and it just feels so jarring to like have them try to call back to old Saeed school jarring. Saeed. Saeed jarring, definitely <laughs> <laughs> it just it just feels awkward it doesn't feel like it actually fits uh what they've done so far and i yeah i think i think if they had finessed or utilized those earlier moments in a more 
efficient way, they could have built in a few little steps to bridge this gap because it's just really not convincing the way they mm-hmm. did it. Like, I yeah, I'm I'm very disappointed by that. I I um um I think you're right that that the raw material for the story that they seems like they wanted to tell but didn't uh that was all there uh and they just needed to draw together but yeah it just makes me wish like they could have focused more and like cut some of this other stuff you know like that's how i start feeling at the end of a lot of shows or it's like why couldn't you cut all this stuff so you could spend more time on these other things that are just really underdeveloped and you would think would matter more Mm -hmm. you know I mean, God, the whittling. So much whittling. Why? Why the but yet whittling? Yeah, not enough whittling. They should have whittled out some of those storylines. <laughs> I mean, I could have lived without Whitmore stuff. It's a waste. Like, I, like, I, there's so much stuff. Like, they really could have done without, and then maybe they could have had time to attend to some of these other stories. Mm-hmm. Um you know and give them the attention that they needed to actually like go somewhere yep i want to bargain for time (laughs) yeah i was just looking back at the beginning of this episode where where they set up the whole idea that you know widmore is the bad guy you know saeed is like telling jack uh, yeah, Woodmore. There was a mortar attack by Woodmore's people, and right. Locke saved you, Jack, and this whole idea, you know. So, I was just thinking, like, this is where we should have seen some beginning hints of a different Saeed if he was going to be rethinking his allegiance or or anything. Um, so, just looking to see if there's any dialogue there about that might hint at anything else that Saeed might be thinking that's new. They they are with him, so that mm-hmm. does that does present a problem because he can't like break cover too much. Yeah, but I agree. Yeah, it's it's all very functional. It sounds like he's just giving exposition here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a weird. Uh... Yeah, the sun and Jin thing is. <laughs> yeah, it's weird for like. I don't know. I just really hate Jacob, you know, like you guys are broken. So I'll bring you here and break you more. Like, (laughs) I I just, just, I just wish there were more. um... It's just such a weird, you know, just not being able to reconcile the reasonings behind what was happening with man in black and Jacob in the early days and this whole half of an idea of a contest about the nature of humanity and, um you know i just and i probably have said this before but i feel like the contest should have been who's ever right gets to own the island and i think that's another problem with the contest in the in the origins of the island is it's sort of this parallel the 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 idea that man of black can't leave in general the idea that he can't leave in because uh, if someone's leading the island and the idea that you can't leave specifically because of some relationship with Jacob, you know, and you know what I mean? And then the idea that he can't leave because he, maybe because he smoked, there's like 15 reasons why he can't leave. 
And I feel like that's that that's not connected yeah. to the idea of they're bad about humans being good or bad. Right. And I feel like they should have connected those two things and should have said Jacob should be like, no, humanity is fundamentally good. And man, like, no, I've seen them up close. They're bad. And he goes, Wanna bet? What do what do you get? You know, you know, Jacob, there's nothing you can give me except, you know, um away off the island or whatever and he goes fine you know if you win you can you lead the island or whatever mm-hmm. and you know meaning you leading the island means he can leave if he wants right uh, i feel like that should have been the that should have been it you know and then everything they do is about that um and it's proving both things at the same you know what's at stake you know the basically bringing people to the island and playing out the game fulfills the like the bet right and we explore the nature of humanity but then what's at stake is whether or not he can leave and then if you know and then the idea maybe if he leaves bad things will happen but um i just feel like that that ruins without that framework really being there all of the stuff at the end doesn't really connect none of the stuff about the names on the cave wall and and Jacob dying and then this interim period and then Jack being the leader for Menon and Hurley leading and, um, you know, because the questions never answered. Right. So it's just a weird, you know, it, you don't get that scene of I told you, Jacob, they were all evil or I told you, man in black, they were all good. You know, whatever. Like you don't get the answer to the question that starts the whole show. Yeah. Um, you know, and it would have been interesting if those two things were related and it was just literally like, uh, and that's again, why he has to kill the candidates now. Right. Um, yeah. Or, or maybe he has to set up that, you know, he has to sort of prove that they're all bad. Like all these remaining candidates are bad, selfish people. And he's going to set up some situation to prove that. Right. Um, and that'll therefore make him win or something. Um, yeah. yeah yeah i don't know i think i think that part would have i i, I would have I liked the show that did that more i think if it was really more and, and that goes back to the loophole idea right about like having mm-hmm. that really be a stronger part of his character um and really really making the across the sea stuff be really palpable about what the show is really about instead of just kind of like framing. Right. Yeah. I mean, they tried to work it in there, but it was awkward because they were trying to juggle the two ideas at the same time and they didn't ever really figure out a way to fit them together. And yeah, I, I did it, and it was easy. Like the I know, I, yeah, I I don't know why they couldn't do it, but it's like on the one hand you have this grandiose philosophical debate about the mm-hmm. nature of humanity, which does feel like it you know mm-hmm. ties in well with what they what they want to explore in terms of major theme for the show. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's it's also just an interesting thing to have, like, you know, these major um, uh, figures have conflict about, uh, because it's, you know, it's, it's, it's obviously, uh, you know, of, of general relevance to, to, to people. Um, but then, then the other story is very mundane. The other story is, I want to leave and you won't let me. 
like, and that, it just kind of jars like that they're, they're not, they're, they're not, they're just not even on the same level. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, yeah, you're totally right. If they, if they tied them together, it would have had more. I mean, I think, you know, the hard part about the bet is how do I prove you wrong? Well, I have you the know? answer to that. Okay. The answer is, because I was just thinking about, well, but what's, what's the, the stakes? Like, what do I have to do to prove yeah. you wrong so I can leave? And, and so the first thing to say is, in typical lost fashion, he could be wrong about how he needs to prove it, but <laughs> so I'll just say that. <laughs> sure. But what he could say is, um, I have to prove you're all selfish, that you fundamentally only do things for selfish reasons. And none of, you know, and I was just thinking about the son and Jin scene, right? Jin deciding to sacrifice himself and die with son could have been a tally mark for Jacob. Mm-hmm. Aha! humans will sacrifice their own lives for each other or whatever you know what i mean uh saeed aha tally Mm -hmm. marks from jacob you know what i mean things like that like and and you could even get on a deeper level about selfishness right because even claire wanting i'm sorry kate wanting to come back for claire there's a selfish aspect to the fact that she has guilt right that there is something in it for her so this whole, you so said you get to the question of what is a truly selfish act, right? And maybe that right. would be the point is to, is to, you know, man in black would have a philosophy saying humans are incapable of a truly selfish act. And then the point of the show would be some people, one person, Jack, or the whole losties or whatever. At some point we see some version of a truly selfish act or something, right? And, and th- that so that could be the framework where you could answer that question about like how do you prove or people are you know it would have to come down to something subjective right um mm-hmm. uh in in general to sort of make the point uh be actionable um but uh so something like that could have maybe worked right um and i wish uh, they could have even tied together the fact that jacob like after he died he was still kind of around a little bit and then that weird phantom boy jacob mm-hmm. like it could have been this thing where even though jacob was dead because they haven't saw they hadn't find the the bet was still ongoing that he was still around in some form until you know the final tally is tallied or something you know right. um um or or until you know he because the candidates are still around and, and one has to be chosen, right? So then Jacob's still here because he hasn't transferred power yet or something like that, right? Uh, but, you know, but like Man in Black hasn't won the bet, so he hasn't taken control. So like Jacob's still in play, right? Like something like that maybe could have could have been a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it would have been interesting, I think, to really, to really, because then it would have been, it would have been, it would have given Man in Black all this stuff Locke is doing at every single moment, every time he's talking to a character, he is trying to prove his point. Every single time, every time he's manipulating people, every time he's doing things, right? When he goes to the temple in sundown and says, your leader's dead, follow me, or you're going to die. He goes, look at these people. Like they have no conviction. How can humans be good with no conviction? yeah uh, or no understanding of who they follow and why you know what i mean it, it would yeah. it would underline everything he does yeah if in season six 
he's trying to win the bet so that he can right. do what get his ultimate goal which is to escape the island right and man it yeah the more i think about it the more those two ideas if they were connected would feed off of each other yeah they yeah they would give each other weight yeah yeah i agree I agree. The uh, the getting off the island becomes less mundane because it's tied to a larger idea, and the larger idea like gets more weight because it's tied to a concrete plot element mm -hmm. instead of just this like abstract like. Yes. Well, I disagree, and like, where do we go from there? You know. It's funny you say it that way. There's that. There's this relationship analogy called the kite and the rock, and it's this idea of a of a kite flying in the wind, but it's tied down and held down by a rock. And it, and it illustrates the idea of like a a, um, a uh, complementary couple where like one is is very stable right and, and low key mm -hmm. and the but but like gets the you know because it's tied to the kite it gets the excitement for being connected to the kite right and the mm -hmm. kite is very excitable and high energy and all these things but like without the rock it would fly away right and right. Come together so anyway it reminds me of that like yeah. a, a kite and a rock um, plot theme or something yeah yeah the oh. arguments the kite and the rock is the leaving the mm -hmm. island thing yeah 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 that's a good analogy um yeah i i it's weird to you know like that idea of rewriting the show and just like making I never really like those things where fans are like i know better than you i'm gonna rewrite <laughs> But right. like I, I, but there is this idea of wanting to just see a version of what you think is better would look like, you know, and just do yeah. it and go, is this better, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. It's not as easy as some make it sound. Um, uh, but yeah, I think it's a fun exercise because it does show like the difficulty, but sometimes it reveals things about the story that mm -hmm. are connections or something that, um, yeah, that can make you appreciate like what could have been and also like maybe better understand why what they gave you didn't work. Yeah. It's, mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's, I think it's an interesting thing to do. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Although like my approach to it tends to be to try to change as little as I can, but like improve things on the margins, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, because like coming up with the larger story arcs, it's like, once you start messing with that stuff, it's like, you know, um, you just destabilize like the whole show and you just kind of just have to start from scratch almost. Mm -hmm. You know, so I like like trying to keep to the idea and just like, can we just like finesse this better? Can we pay attention uh, to certain things? Yeah, I was just thinking about Desmond, right? And that idea of, you know, if if it, if Man in Black is trying to win the bet about the nature of humanity and, and this idea of maybe like selfishness or whatever, selflessness versus selfishness, um, Desmond would be a tally mark for Man in Black. Mm -hmm. You know, only wanting only wanting what he wants, not caring about what other people need. Right. Penny, 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 penny. Uh, I'm going to leave the island yeah. and leave my friends behind. I don't care about them. Mm -hmm. And it would be interesting because he would seem on the surface as an example of a good hero. Right. But in the context of, of what Man in Black is trying to prove, he would be in the bad category. And I think that would be really a really interesting story to point yeah. to make, right? To go, oh, shit. And then maybe he has to realize that, right? Right. Like, 
oh, I'm actually being really selfish by wanting my wife and kids happy mm-hmm. um, and safe <laughs> at the expense of everybody else, you right. know? Um, so anyway, I was just thinking about that. Like that would have been again, another way in season six, they could have commented on these characters storylines and, and got something more out of them. Um, you know? Yeah. Like Claire, oh my God, I'm about to fix this entire show uh, <laughs> with just this one tweak. Because now Man in Black could say, yeah, Claire, uh, when I convinced you to leave your baby, like that was a test to mm-hmm. see if you would do something selfless because, you know, and for whatever reason he thinks she shouldn't have or, you know, whatever he would say is the reason he wanted her to do that, right? But like, uh, Claire, you're actually one of the good ones. Uh, you know, I, I, I didn't think a mother would abandon her child um but you know if if it's in the child's best interest uh you just prove me wrong you know or something like that like that could have been a thing right Mm -hmm. and that could have explained why he did that um uh you know he could have even you know this the 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 baby should be the you know this 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 island's no place for a child you know, um, mm-hmm. and you know, he wants Aaron to, to get off. Yeah, now. yeah. I feel like that was implied by what mm-hmm. happened uh, earlier. I mean, not in this season, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I think that makes sense. I think that makes sense. I definitely think if I was going to cut something for Claire, I think the whole idea that the others have her baby, like that plot never worked. There was there, like, but the others had her baby. <laughs> he said so, didn't he? Maybe or not, because <laughs> he didn't claim it. Um, yeah, that I, I I get I get the temptation to want to come back to Rousseau, but it ruins it muddle. I don't know, it's a It just muddles the entire concept of Rousseau because it becomes yeah. like, oh, Rousseau isn't just a person who had unique experiences and then had unique reactions to those experiences. She's actually just emblematic of some larger. She was just example A of. Yeah. Which is is like, okay, then, then, then are you going to do that with other characters? You know, are you going to say that other characters who go through similar circumstances have the same outcome? Right. Mm -hmm. Like, um, and it's we yeah it's weird to do that with Claire, um, and also because with Claire it's related to Man in Black, you know the other time my baby you said or whatever right but like with Rousseau, well I guess they're sort I was trying to see if they're related I guess Rousseau, well she knows about the smoke monster, yeah but yeah but I was just thinking like with. Rousseau thinks the others have her baby. Because she saw the others take her baby. (laughs) They clearly had her baby. (laughs) It was a lot more concrete in that case. Yeah. She was valid there. It was reasonable. I mean, she did like lose it at a certain point, but like, Mm -hmm. yeah, like she watched it happen. She watched an other. And that's the other thing that, uh, yeah, that's the other thing that muddles it is that she was also 
you know, Claire, this idea of Claire being, being claimed, right? But this idea that Rousseau also had a claiming experience, like she was right. around other people who were claimed. So that's another aspect of way of how it muddles Rousseau's mm-hmm. story, because it's like Claire yeah. is claimed and she's like Rousseau, but Rousseau was the only one on her team who wasn't claimed. And also still, but she's like Claire. So but they're the that? same. So it's like, but huh? Like, yeah it's it doesn't it doesn't line up very well i yeah i feel like you know the idea that like claire was convinced to leave aaron behind and like they could have played that uh if they want to hit the abandonment note um i think i think that would have been it did they say that what did they end up saying because i feel like that would have been the reveal she should have been like others have my baby oh no and he's like claire no you abandoned your child yeah oh she deluded herself into thinking that yeah yeah that's what they should have done she couldn't admit that she abandoned him yeah that's what it should have been they just don't have that it's kind of like saeed's thing where they just maybe we're supposed to think that that's the idea but they don't actually (laughs) show it It's just like she finds out from Kate like what happened and and there's really no confrontation. Like at this point, like when she's hanging out there with the man in black, like it just doesn't seem like she's really come to terms with the fact that like, oh, that's what really happened. And like, you lied to me. Like there's no confrontation about that. And I yeah, think that's or, very strange. And it could have been a thing that if she was deluded and he just went along with her delusion and that's why he lied mm-hmm. because she started the lie first and yeah yeah deal you know? yeah they could have told us that you know and she could have even said like yeah like they could have made more out of it basically and that that's that's the only way to really sell that i think it's just it, it as it stands it's just very flimsy they get very little out of it and so it's like why even bring it up like it's it's doing very little for you. It seems like it should have gone back to the yeah the her the 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 whole thing in season one like I said before about her gonna give the baby up for adoption her feelings and guilt about that and yeah. the whole idea that she's not supposed to raise the baby and all that kind of stuff like it it would have been interesting to come back to that like specifically um if she had said something like that well you know yeah i almost feel like in a longer season six we could have used a claire flashback episode that mm-hmm. like fleshed out a little more what happened between the super brief moments that we saw in season four and where we pick up here like mm-hmm. i definitely think there's there should be room just what they imply happened like i feel like there should be room for a story there that they could have told you know again if they have more time i think that's the story that's exactly the story it should have been it should have been claire is is um she abandons aaron she comes to think I'm not supposed to raise him because I'm trapped on this island. Like when when that when I when the psychic said I was supposed to raise him, this is what he meant. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm supposed to stay here and be with my dad or whatever. But coming back Aaron's to the psychic, to go, yeah, yeah. Aaron's supposed to go off the island, and then when Claire comes back, and I'm sorry, I keep saying Claire. When Kate, Kate. comes back to yeah. the island, 
she could say, hey, Claire, I'm going to rescue you and bring you back to Aaron. And then you get conflict with Claire saying, I'm not leaving the island. Right, I don't want to leave. What Kate has to do the rest of the season is convince Claire to leave. So now Kate actually has a goal again. Right. Uh, That's what the storyline should have been, her trying to convince Claire to come back to Aaron. And, and, And it would have been the inverse of like season one where Claire was didn't want to give Aaron up you right. know and and all that stuff with the others trying to take her baby and stuff right so like that would have been the flip side is like oh she was she doesn't want to be his mom again and then she could have a scene about her fear of I haven't seen him in forever I don't know how to be a mom anymore all that kind of stuff right and you know so that could have been Kate's whole thing is like I came back for Claire I thought it'd be easy I thought Claire would want to leave but now she doesn't because what happens here is Kate has nothing to do once she gets Mm-hmm. there in the temple there's nothing yeah. for her to do anymore she's dead weight yeah yeah that's yeah and that's it felt literally true in this episode where it's just like carrying just- Kate around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she got a lot of salt water in that wound i'm sure it stung um yeah so i think that would have been a way more interesting for claire uh to have a character arc yeah 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 it helps a lot when you have that and Mm -hmm. yeah it also improves kate's story which also was mismanaged and Mm -hmm. they're paying the price for that right now by like not having anything for her to do but like you said just being dragged around like from Mm -hmm. place to place it's Mm -hmm. yeah i mean there are a few characters like that but like given the prominence of kate in general on the show it's it just imagine if imagine if right before they get on the sub here right they're all like trying to get trying to get back to trying to get to the submarine right imagine if between the sundown episodes where you know care I combine the two. <laughs> Kate, <laughs> Kate and Claire, it's air. It's a little late right now. Um, where, um, uh, where Kate finally reunites with Claire. She's like, "Hey, you know, I had Aaron, and everything's great. Come back to the island." She's like, "What? I'm. I mean, she, let's leave the island together and go home." And then Claire's like, "Huh? What? I'm with him. Whatever, right?" And she's like, mm-hmm. "So imagine if in those air." All in, in the interviewing episodes between that and here, before they get on the sub, Kate had been trying to convince Claire to come with her, right? Some scenes of conflict, and Claire's yeah. like, no. And then by the time they get to the, the plan to get on the sub, Claire has now been convinced to leave with Kate. Now, mm-hmm. imagine to everyone's surprise when they all get on all get on the sub without Claire. And she's mm-hmm. abandoned again after just what you know, right. re- reuniting and connecting and convinced again. You know what I mean? It would have been a double whammy from what's already a double whammy with how the show is right now, right? Yeah. Uh, so I guess it'd be a triple whammy. Uh, <laughs> is two whammies a triple or a quadruple whammy? How do whammies multiply? Um, <laughs> Two whammies should be a double whammy, right? Two whammies, but it was already a double whammy. So, oh. so two, two double whammies is that a triple? Oh, is that a quadruple whammy? That should be a quadruple, I think. Yeah, All right. Two times two, right? I mean, I, I mean, who's feels right saying to me. How, how whammy math works? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know how whammy math works, Claude, twenty twenty. 
<laughs> Whammy man. Um, that's a weird phrase. Uh, uh, if you, would it be a, a whammy mathetician or something? Yeah. Whammy yeah. Like that, uh, so yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, so anyway, I'm just just saying, you know, with that idea of um, of Claire wanting to actually stay in that because again, now you know, Claire doesn't have any real objective or goal, she's got nothing strong, and I mean, nothing would be stronger for her character than either a wanting nothing more than to get home to Aaron or b. Wanting nothing more to be as far away from Aaron as possible because she thinks mm-hmm. that's what's best for him. Yeah, and she's she's yeah. in between the two. She's she's not picking yeah. either side, and she's that just, makes yeah, sense. hanging I mean, out. She's just hanging out. Like all these characters are just hanging out, and then she's upset when they leave her behind. But like to be fair, like did you really want to leave? Right. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, you forward, didn't um, really act like it. it yeah, it's just very. Uh, unclear what she even wants it's like yeah yeah they're not tracking that at all Mm -mm. so uh you know it's interesting i think that's probably the one of the biggest things that it bums me out about the end of the story is it doesn't end well you know for these characters it just it doesn't um it's just it's almost like even though you know these characters, you know some of the characters are dying here. It's almost like the way their stories are are nonchalant a lot of ways and underdeveloped in a lot of ways. It's almost like they expected another season or something. Mm-hmm. Like, oh no, we'll come, we'll have time to do this storyline later. You know, it's like, huh? Uh, yeah. So it's it's interesting. I think it, it, it's. I would say given how they knew, you know, they struck the deal with ABC to end three seasons, you know, after season three. So they knew when the end date was going to be. It's still amazing how um, unfocused a lot of the story is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And they've had that problem for, for years. I I think, you know, season four, like felt tighter in terms of what the point of it was. Um, Mm -hmm. I think they did all right. They were off to a strong start. I, you know, the writer strike did possibly alter it and maybe make it a little less coherent than it might've been. But, um, but overall, like there was a direction and they arrived there and i mean the the weird thing about it is it was like a pre-planned like we knew where they were going to end up which is unusual for a season um and that's what makes it feel tight yeah that's true that's true like there's a goal and they clearly like accomplish it but with you know with surprises along the way because we don't know first of all how it's going to happen and there's a lot of details that are thrown in there that are like you know, we couldn't have guessed from just the fact that we knew some of them were going to uh, get off the island. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I do think in season five, you know, we definitely felt that, you know, uh, dragging our way through those episodes, like that it, it did start to get very, very messy and very, uh, yeah, lacking in a lot of ways. And I think it's interesting that considering the fact that you know, they, they always talked about how, 
you know, because we have our hangups with the plot too, but you know, the show's a character focused thing. Like that's what we were really uh, trying to pay off. Like it does feel like they actually failed the characters too. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, I don't know. It's like, well, damn, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. what did you do? Like, what did you do? Even even the thing that you were like, well, we're we're just worrying about this. We're not worrying about, you know, mm-hmm. the, the cabin and we're not worrying about all these like obscure details that they, you know, mentioned along the way. Like, it's just about the characters and the, you know, and they do get to, you know, sentimental moments, but they don't really build to those properly. You know, it just, mm-hmm. it feels like the Flash Sideways gives them this clean break from the island storyline so that like, yeah. They can just like seamlessly transition into this big like reunion. Yeah. Yeah. It's a double-edged sword. Yeah, it's too easy for them to like, it's almost like a get out of jail free. Like we can just dodge the issue of of having character arcs because we have a reset button where all we have to do is like they wake up and they're like, oh shit, we're dead. Oh, you know, now I'm reunited with my friends. You Mm -hmm. know, like it's it's uh yeah i think it i think I, it kind of undercuts the show in a way i was just gonna say about jack you know this whole you know we're talking about their ending arcs here jack is at this point thinks he's on the island for a reason yeah and he's talking to a smoke monster in the body of his dead friend and yeah I'm not sure why he hasn't realized maybe the reason that he's here is to stop this thing. <laughs> I agree. That does seem that does seem like a reasonable conclusion. It's weird, it's weird to, you know, and again that's this goes back to, you know, my my original crackpot theory that the island was a uh a prison ship from a different an alien prison mm-hmm. ship from a different dimension. Because it, it feels like the Losties are 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 you know crash land in some 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 like a prison or something, right? And one of the inmates is like, "Hey, let's all go escape together." Mm-hmm. And because they want to escape, they give that guy a pass, and but they don't they don't realize that. Oh, it's actually bad if he wants to leave, mm-hmm. and they're the wool is pulled over their eyes because you know they want the same. They're they're united in their goal um but but you know and because they want to leave too it's like oh well he wants what we want he must be fine it's like no it's actually bad what he wants because of who he is specifically and so that's what's weird is um i guess it's just counterintuitive and you wouldn't you wouldn't think that although but what's weird is jack puts that together right um mm-hmm. but i guess he doesn't he he hasn't yet said so he he did intuit Man in Black can't kill us directly. He wants us to do right. it ourselves, which means he wants us dead. Right. But he hasn't put together that, like, quote, his purpose would be to stop him. To stop him. Yeah, yeah. He didn't get that far. Strangely, mm-hmm. it does seem like he's walking right up to it. Yeah, I guess Jacob will tell him. when. Jacob is him. literally going to tell him. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it that's what it takes to get there. I don't know. Yeah, I do feel like he he did leap a little bit. He intuited the rules, which was a bit strange. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Jack's intuition came into play. You know, I was just thinking another interesting framework for the show could have been this idea of like um the 
you know, this idea of the island not being done with them and things like that. Like the, an idea where, you know, um, almost like uh, in like medicine or biology, right? Like um, the lossies are like white blood cells and like man in black is the infection, you know, or the virus. And their mm-hmm. job is to deal with him, you know, either, either, cause that's what white blood cells do is they, you know, right. they, uh, glob onto the, um, the, the foreign agent. Right. And so, you know, encasing it like a prison. Uh, so it'd be mm. interesting if that, that idea of like, that's why the Island was calling them and, and wanting these people, you know, basically summoning protectors, you know, Mm-hmm. Um and and so that's that's why they're there. What they need to do is like stop this thing from spreading off the island and into the the rest of the body of the world or whatever the metaphor would extend out to. Um, just you know, spitballing ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's something that um I noticed uh when I watched the uh the first uh, solitary, the first uh, Rousseau episode when she's talking to Saeed about the sickness, she's, mm. she's like, I forget how she phrased it, but it was like, it was like, I couldn't let that get out in the world. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. that's why I had to kill my team. Like I couldn't risk it spreading, you know? And I thought, Oh, that's interesting. I didn't even remember that that mm-hmm. was brought up because it, yeah, it does feel like they don't quite follow through on that idea, and and that could tie in with the Man in Black's escape, you know, uh, as being sort of a version of the mm-hmm. sickness. Well, he's the carrier. He's the yeah. yeah, he's yeah. The carrier exactly. Yeah. yeah, like he's a manifestation of it, or 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 some kind of super spreader or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, viruses do, you know hide themselves and you know shapeshift if you will mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. um they are airborne like a smoke monster um and that's all the similarities <laughs> name them all that's <laughs> a <lot>. more <laughs> than i might think yeah yeah, but it's and it's just weird that it's still at this point of the show they're like, oh, Widmore, and it's like, guys, like, is, what is even a Widmore at this point? Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, no one is he the bad guy? Really, he's the bad guy. Like, you guys don't even care about Widmore. Yeah, he why does. is a Widmore? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when is a Widmore? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's not convincing. I, the Widmore element of this season definitely doesn't work, uh, and I think it either needs to be completely rewritten or removed to mm-hmm. save to save that uh, for something else. Because I don't think there's any aspect of it that actually works. I'm I'm trying. I'm I'm thinking. <laughs> Let me know if I miss something. <laughs> Which aspect works? Yeah, yeah. Please, we'll all be quiet as you list the the ways it works. Go. Like, like the only the only thing I'm thinking is he killed the Ajir passengers, so they don't have to deal with that. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I said it before, and Widmore's goal. Listen, there's several problems with Widmore, right? Like the impetus of why he comes back is a problem because it's something with Jacob and it's all off screen mm-hmm. and who knows what why. Yeah. I think they should have done something simple like 
Jacob's like, hey, I need you to get Desmond back to the island for reasons. And he's like, okay. But he realizes that the smoke monster is at play here. And he and, and so he starts off doing what Jacob tells him to do, but his secret plan, which he, they, they sort of show a little bit of, right, is to take Jin's documents about the pockets of energy that he found in his surveying mm-hmm. in the 70s. And Widmore wants to basically find the light cave or find a network of the electromagnetism and like blow it up. He's like, I know how to get rid of the smoke monster. Mm-hmm. I don't care about the island. I'm not I'm not trying to Jurassic Park this place, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, it's not about the money anymore. I, I, everybody needs to die. I'm going to blow this thing up. And so it becomes this dual antagonist thing, right? Where the, the Lossies have to stop Man in Black, but they also need for their own for safety, they have to stop Widmore. Right. You know? And what's weird is Again, so 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 much of the weirdness of the season is, especially here, is the characters' goals are not diametrically opposed, mm-hmm. and therefore they're 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 messy, and they're, they're some of them are kind of on the same team, and some of them are kind of not, and some of them kind of know what's happening, some kind of don't, and Whitmore's got a gun on a person, but aren't we on the same side? Don't right. we not want you know? Aren't we are we against? Men in black, or, or are we against you? We don't know because we don't right. know what you want. You don't know what you want. Nobody knows what anybody wants. Yeah. Uh, so I just feel like that, you know, the part of the problems start there, right? And if Widmore had a defined goal of what he was trying to do in order to get his ultimate victory, whatever that is, he should have been enacting that regardless of any other plot lines, right? He should have had a goal, and then you know, if Man in Black comes and does something unexpected, you 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 know, or Sawyer washes up on your fucking sub, you know, yeah, uh, you know, you figure it out, and you you know, but like it, it and it seemed like they had a plan when Winmore first got to the island, and it ended with them shocking Desmond, and like that's as mm-hmm. far as they got to their plan. Yeah, for for what Widmore was going to do in the island, and I feel like he should have gone the part. It should have been like, oh, the thing we did. But part one worked. Whatever we were doing with Desmond, or whatever we, whatever reasons we did it, success, cool. Now we'll go to part two, which is our evil part. We're gonna mm-hmm. go in that light cave, and we're gonna do the same thing there, right? Now that we've calibrated the machine to whatever spectral frequency we need to, you know, to copy what Desmond does when he does his special qualities, right? Now that we've got that, we're going to go into the light cave and blow it up. Or what, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they could have tied those together because what Widmore needs is a second goal at this point that the Losties can be opposed to or in line with, but not like kind of with or not with or who knows with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know? Yeah. It's bizarre. It's he's like he's Widmore is like stuck between like oh no mm-hmm. I'm a good guy now and I'm the same old Widmore. It's like Schrodinger's like, Widmore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like oh I'm here to help you and stop the man in black, but also I'm gonna be shooting at you soon and pointing guns at you and like mm-hmm. freaking bombs on your plane and it's like what the 
fuck? Yeah. What's your deal, man? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, uh, I think that it, it, it would definitely be. Uh, but I, as you say it, I, I do feel like the way they wrote the Widmore story is an example of the kind of thing we were talking about earlier of like writing the story in a way where like it's based on where they know they're going it's not based on like a kind of logical idea of like what this character wants and why and how that mm -hmm. kind of mm -hmm. evolves over time based on what happens mm -hmm. because it's like it, it just it's like they know that he's never going to enact a plan so they don't ever actually develop a plan like it's mm -hmm. it's it's just they just develop the little parts of it that they it's like, need. It's, that's the question, right? If if Man in Black wasn't on the island here, what would Woodmore have done? <laughs> he comes yeah. to the island. He has Desmond. He zaps him. I don't know what else happens after that. And then what? Like, what does he do? What's yeah. Next? Yeah, it was supposed to be a test, so it makes me think he was planning to take Desmond somewhere else. Maybe yeah, so he, yeah. So then he and then he puts the the losties in a cage in the in the, but for why? Uh, I guess just to keep them somewhere. But like, I guess he's trying to keep them away from Man in Black, maybe. I guess because they're candidates, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the idea. Yeah, it's just it's messy. He's supposed to protect him because Jacob sent him there. But yeah, they could have they could have also written it where like Jacob sent him, but he has his own agenda or something. He's still, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. they could like validate that whole thing of yep. uh with when Man in Black is is with uh Desmond at the well and he's like Charles Woodmore isn't interested in answers. All he wants is power or something. Mm -hmm. It's like this weird line. I listened to us talk about it quite a bit on that podcast, <laughs> the season six review, because like we're really trying to make it because there's really nothing we've been shown that would lead us to believe that it's true that mm -hmm. I mean, actually, for me, like both aspects, a it doesn't seem like he wants any kind of answers in particular, and B, it doesn't seem like he's going after power either. It, it's it's it just seems like the man in black is like wrong about everything there. And I don't even know why he's saying that to Desmond. What are you talking? Um, yeah, it's weird. Cause, cause Widmore's goals, right. Over the whole show. One was, he was Lee of the Island. He got ousted by Ben. Yeah. Then he a big was one. a business magnate international. Uh, but yeah. the other thing was, you know, Penny, he wants right. a relationship with Penny. Right. Yeah. yeah. That. He stops caring about that like very soon. Um, and then at the end, you know, there's getting rid of Ben, getting back at Ben, right? The Hokimi thing. So right. but that's all about getting back to the island. And so through that season four stuff, it all tracks, you know, the, the main plot points of Widmore kind of still make sense, right? And then yeah. there's something that happens where he seems to stop wanting what he originally wanted. And I guess that's what that line is getting at. He just wants power. That's the old Widmore. Yeah. Um, but that's but that's not what we're we've been seeing him do on the island. It it hasn't been clear um what that means, you know. Uh you know, it, 
It'd be because it would have been interesting if Jacob, in in order to convince Woodmore to come back to the island or bring Desmond back, said something about um what's at stake here is who's leading the island, you know, whatever. Um you've got to take Desmond back to protect those who are there, otherwise, you know, man you know, otherwise I don't know. Something something that tells Widmore that he has a shot at getting the island back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's used this as an opportunity, right? Because yeah. he hasn't, it took him forever to find the island, right? So, like, it's hard to find so and hard to get to. So, Jacob's going to give him a free ticket back to the island. And if he's really a bad guy, he's going to use that for nefarious reasons. Yeah. And then try to do his plan, right? And so, it seems like they, they should have just had. I don't know. It should have just been clearer. I don't know what what his goal was, you know. Um, yeah. Or like, you know, if I kill Men in Black, I'll be the leader of the island, or something. You know. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, they could have they could have had like the Man in Black when he uh, goes to try to recruit mm-hmm. Ben. He's like, he's like, well, I'm going to leave this island, but someone needs to be in charge when I'm gone. How about you? I'll give you the island. You know, mm-hmm. he offers that to Ben. Like he could have done that with Whitmore, for example, since that's something Whitmore wanted at least at one point. Yeah, or you could ha- you could totally have Widmore be evil and say, you know, oh, if everybody, if I if Man in Black is dead and everybody else is dead, then I'm the leader of the island, you know. So I I also want to kill everybody, you know. You could have him, mm-hmm. you have the exact same goal as Man in Black. Yeah, I want to kill all you guys too because I want to just leave the island. Yeah, um, and have him, you know, be the bad guy still. But uh, yeah, he, it's it's a weird it's a weird turn. Yeah, he's just stuck. And they did have that one line where he's like, Jacob, Jacob showed me the error of my ways. And that is supposed to make up for that, whatever it was that turned him from the, you know, um, you know, maniacal tycoon character that he was for most of the show to like, whatever this mushy thing is that's just like oh i don't know i'll point a gun at you or i'll help you i'm not sure what i'm doing Every other thing is different yeah <laughs> he's just like really stuck in this weird mode of like like i'm kind of acting like the old widmore but like my- the thing about it though that's overriding all of this is it just doesn't matter about widmore like we're yeah. not convinced at all that like he's what we should be focused on. And then, so all of these story points about like, Oh no, he put the bomb on the plane. He wanted to kill you guys. And, mm-hmm. and Oh no, he put you in the cage. And it's just like, but beta blacks over here. Yeah. Like, you, you guys aren't going to convince us that Widmore is any bigger of a threat. And, and again, like if, if Widmore had a secret plan to kill them all, then that would have worked because then we would have said, oh, well, we're not going to, Widmore can't be the big bad, you know, yeah. big of a threat because we've got Man in Black here. But then that would have been misdirection. And then we would have been like, oh, he, wow, he was trying to kill them all. That's surprising. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just, 
like a secondary villain kind of thing yeah because they want him to fulfill that role but they clearly do yeah that he's pulling it off yeah yeah they're kind of stuck with the fact that they've also written this other stuff that he's supposed to see their ways so yeah you can't be the bad guy unless he's like Jacob showed me the error of my ways. I should have been more bad. I wasn't bad <laughs> enough. I failed to. That was or my I, one error. Or my error was I told everyone I was bad. I should have just kept it a secret. Mm-hmm. Lied about being bad. right. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so vague. Like it. It could mean that. Like who knows? Like it's really covering up. Like for such a little developed story i just yeah i just question the whole idea he brings desmond back he, he deals with the ajira passengers he provides the submarine um but it's all very functional there's there's no uh larger purpose to the character and i guess you have to question why did whitmore's people shoot kate was that an accident <laughs> were they just trying to shoot man in black or did like, they intend to shoot Kate because she was the one gonna, who wasn't on the list? Like, did they actually plan but, that? But what was the? But why shoot her? I mean, what were they? Were they? They were gonna just shoot everybody, right? So why? Yeah, the, d- d- yeah. The reason they were gonna they were threatening to shoot Kate was to control them to get him in the cage. So right. killing her here won't help them control the losses. So yeah, they're just trying to stop him from taking the sub. So it's really just like shoot anybody there to stop him yeah yeah it is weird that it's like the one they threatened earlier as though well why even shoot why not be like we're hey we're on your side guys right aren't they doing i mean yeah (laughs) i I guess i guess you know i guess the idea is that like the man in black has 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 did they shoot first who shot like how, first? How did that all start? I'm I'm forgetting um, now. One shot first, as we all know. Um, let's see. Okay. Yeah, they shot Kate first. They shot Kate first. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. That's a good point. That's a good point. Like they should have come out and had a negotiation first. Because, like, I think the Man of Black has tried to convince them, the Losties, that Widmore is bad. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I could buy them shooting at Widmore more mm-hmm. than the other way around at this point. Because, like, I, I guess, I guess, like, what we have to believe is that, like, you know, they, they see Locke there and they're but shooting Locke because... in the water. Jack pushes Locke in the water. I mean, he is sort of there, but Jack pushes Locke in the water, and then moments later, Kate gets shot. So, okay. like, yeah, like that's a mess. Fire, yeah. That's a mess. Why did they do it like that? <laughs> why did they do it that way? Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know why. I would maybe there's a deleted scene where like Widmore's like, "Why did you shoot Kate Austin?" and somebody's like. I guess I overreacted. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I don't know what else to say about that. Uh, it's. I mean, obviously, it's contrived. They need. They shoot in Kate first and foremost because they need to incapacitate her character for a couple scenes. So that's right. the main reason. But it's weird that it wasn't um, that they didn't just start firing and then like everybody starts ducking and shooting back. 
right. then in the crossfire, right, Kate gets shot accidentally. But because if she gets shot first, it feels like it was targeted and they meant to Yeah. They could have had like a standoff where it's like, you know, don't take that yeah. sub. No, we're taking this sub, you know, like where it escalates more instead of just like boom, because it does seem like yeah. they pushed it like too far too fast. Because, like, they don't even know what's going on there. And I think they also, though, you know, now we get the added benefit of feeling like Whitmore is, okay, he's the bad guy now. His people just did this. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's another reason why. Right. To be convinced that Whitmore's bad. It's like it validates the Manavok's point, and they're trying to, like, pull off the, the, uh, the surprise reveal that he was planning to kill them the whole time. And, like, what he told them was Whitmore's plan was actually his plan. Mm -hmm. uh so yeah maybe it is also just to sell the idea and it doesn't actually work except for you know what they want to manipulate the audience to think sounds like tv to me (laughs) (laughs) all right man well uh i think we covered have we covered uh, this one enough i think we have i think we have okay all right well you know next time we have the infamous across the sea so that'll be fun uh i can't think of anything bad about that episode so um i can't wait to rewatch it it's been so long since i've seen it i feel like i've forgotten like half of what i hated about it but um yeah, it'll uh, it'll be interesting to revisit it from yeah this like modern point of view, and maybe even maybe even we can fix it. We'll see. We can fix anything with enough time and money and podcasts. <laughs> oh, those words—they're so applicable to so many situations. All right. Well, until next time. Thanks and Namaste. Namaste and good luck.